Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Morelli Python Radio, episode 474, and we are joined by Francis Pringle, a.k.a. the other the buddy. buddy. Other buddy. Uh, he's not buddy. He's the, oh, he's the other one. Well, I'm buddy in this house. No, you have not been introduced. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about chondros. We haven't talked chondros in a long time, Owen, a long time. Uh, so tonight we're going to be chatting about chondros, and um, we're going to be talking about Coastal carpets, that's right up your head. I need it. Right? Yeah. And, and right. Tree vipers and blackheads and yeah. uh, all kinds of nonstop with them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll be getting into that. But first, yes. Oh, yes. You, you're like, you're like the official mm. guy now. I, you're high. I went end. high. You're so, high you're, somebody said, you're higher end. Than not I am. Damn right, I am. Somebody said <laughs> something cheap. about, I think it was Brett. He's like, ooh, fancy. I'm like, excuse you, sir. This is high end here. It's not fancy. It's bullshit. But it's uh, cheating. Yeah. It's cheating. It is not cheating. See, that's why you don't get to use it. See, that's why. <laughs> and again, you haven't been introduced. Shut up. It's okay. like, um, so, so yeah. Um, after uh, after we had the show with Rob from Nerd, I kind of was talking to him a bunch of stuff about uh, the ultrasound machines that they have over there at Nerd, and he hooked me up with a link to. Uh, the supply and I was sitting on some snake money from the year and it was like, well, do I kind of hang on to this and do that whole thing where I pretend like I'm going to buy a black face wet lip and then buy like, I don't know, some other type of boa or retic I don't need. Um, right. Or do I just jump on this ultrasound and I jumped on it. So now I got that so with the linear probe and everything you're supposed to get. So yeah. Have you used it yet? No, I'm terrified of it yet. No, no, it's the. Uh, oh, I haven't used it yet because I have to get the gel for it, and then I'm still reading the book okay. on how to uh, okay. capture the images. Then I'm watching a bunch of YouTube videos on what you're looking for with the follicles and how big they should be, what to expect, and then I'm going to start with the Kribo. Okay. And hopefully that helps. Cool. Kribos. I would imagine that we're going to be taking a trip to uh, Mr. McPeaks. I, I to, told him uh, I got it. He's like March. I'm like okay. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay. All right. All right. So book it in the calendar. Yeah. So I'm like I really <laughs> okay. need to learn how to use this thing if I'm going to go touch a bull and eye with it. So yeah. yeah. But no, it, well, that'd be cool. It's good. It's helpful. You know, um, why not? If it if it helps me get across, get over the hump on a couple of the species that I haven't been able to get. Why not? If it, if it yeah. helps me get white lips, team wars, things like that, I don't care. It'll pay for itself. I, I think for a species species like that, yeah. you know, it's probably that's that's a that's a huge investment. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, you know, with carpets and all, I think it, that like for me, I would just be purely <laughs> informate. Like, I'm I'm not gonna. Um, what's the word? It's not going to help. Well, maybe it, it would, would, but, but like, it, I'm not going to be using it to help me breed better, I guess. Right. But like, I would like to know. Well, you know, imagine what with, size. But imagine, imagine with your diamonds. Can, like, you're like, I don't know. She's looking sure. kind of big. And then we ultrasound right. her and be like, oh, they're in there. Definitely the boy. And like, it maybe it starts helping with some of the questions because I don't know about you, but I've missed several pairings where I pulled the mail too early, didn't put the mail yeah. in at the right time, yada, yada, yada. Sure. It's. 
Okay. You know, the rough scale laid eggs on me yes, last year, and I didn't even know she was gravid. So apparently I need something to tell me things. So, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think it's just ultimately it's just good for data. It you is. Know, like and when does female ovulate? Like what size of the follicles? And, you know, I think that, like, when you're looking, like, I think you, me, and, and you probably have a good feeling of like, you know, even though every season we sort we of doubt ourselves, ourselves, we know, I yeah. can guess ourselves and stuff, yeah. but like we have a feeling to know like when a female is, is grab it, at least with carpets, like with most carpets, let's say. Um, but uh, I think that, you know, um, ultimately it could help you understand what's going on inside. Right with the cues you're seeing on the outside. Right. And, sort of there, like and there's bringing them together. And there's other things like I have the different species that uh, operate outside of Morelia and stuff like that. So it, it's helpful with that sure. kind of stuff. How dare you? I, of course I do. <laughs> soon, soon. This it, is dude, not other if, snake Morelia. Dude, if, the, if the ultrasound starts working, it's going to start being like, well, I can keep the Timor pythons or this jungle carpet. Hmm. Like it's mm. this could be bad. <laughs> so it's yeah. We know. We know which one I'm going with. with. So, <laughs> but yeah. if it's anything, to, if it's helpful at all, I mean, why not? So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I um, kind of wanted one. Do you remember uh, we went to the arboreal symposium and Ben brought one, and it was like this fold yes. out one, and he used it. You think he did it on an Angolan python? And I've wanted one since then. But like right. they were like thousands of dollars and all this other stuff, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, mm -hmm. And then this year, I found a couple models online that were pretty cheap in my wheelhouse, and then I, I just kind of bit the bullet and just did it. So, yeah, I mean, if cool. you're if you think that you'd benefit of it from it, maybe it's it's the same thing we always talk about of like don't buy the snake this year, buy the cages. Don't buy this this time. Yeah. So, you know, don't go run out and buy the, the top snake that you've been thinking of. Put it off for a year and go get the ultrasound. Why not? Right. 100%. Yeah. It arrived in two days after um, I ordered it. It was well, freaky. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Is it brand, like brand, brand new? You got a brand spanking new. Spanking new. Yep. Not a used okay, cool. hospital crap. It's a veterinary uh, it's a portable veterinary ultrasound. They use it to go ultrasound horses and stuff out in the field, and then they can capture the images and upload them to a laptop when they get back to the vet office. So it can do all those things. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Well, we'll have to take a test we run will. on yours and then see if it's worth uh, worth the investment. But, yeah, I think ultimately it probably oh, yeah. For you, especially because of the weird species. And that's the that thing, though. Working. But, like, I know enough guys in the area. Like, I already have somebody who wants to bring over his monitor that he thinks might be ovulating. I'm like, sure, why the hell not? If this, hel <laughs> if this helps you, if dude, if it helps Keith get the, the bull and I, fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever, dude. Like, it. Oh, man. Yeah. He might even give you a ball. I won't want it. it. I don't want it. <laughs> You're like, no. I don't want it. You it's, keep, it's too delicate. keep that thing I, away I, from I me. Hell no. Yeah, yeah, no. No. I'm trying to give you a bowl. I don't eye. want it there, to. Like, no. No. How dare yeah. you? I'll tell him to give me some well, of the I didn't get yeast. anything as cool. Right. You know, I didn't get anything quite as cool as that. Okay. But, um, but... I did get this book. <laughs> this book? What's this book? Frogs and Reptiles. Okay. Of the Murray-Darling Basin. Um, <laughs> so by Michael Swan. It's a spot that I really want to go to and check out in Australia, maybe in 2025. I don't know if I'm able to get there. Uh, I'm still alive. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, and you, you, know, you know what sucks? But, uh, you know what sucks? 
What's that? What were we doing this day last year? Son of a bitch, finding an Owen Pelly yes. Python. And how far we've fallen that now we're doing a show with other buddies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is not right. <laughs> yeah, and I was taking care of his collection. You're damn right. Yeah, uh, that was time last year. I know. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just gone. You know, no. You, you, you like poked a bear a little too much, man. Don't he's, analyze. Don't way, analyze, the rela- don't analyze the relationship. And he's in it's charge fine. of your snakes. You know what I mean? Like he could he accidentally leave the rough scale door open. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I think that's. I think that's a. Uh, I think that's a constant thing of like, oh yeah, the, here's the food. There's this. There's that. That'll be here. Oh, by the way, at the rough scales, leave. Just don't tell me run because I will find you. Thanks <laughs> like, usually. Uh, right. Or I could. Right. The Thread. I could leave. I could leave um, sheds partially off the drawer. You, and yeah, the what the out. hell? It, yeah. That was coming back from Australia. He left the sheds in the doors, and Dad's like, "Snake shoulders downstairs." So after oh, our twenty-four hour flight, I drove home instead of crashing at my mom's to the point where I was falling asleep in the turnpike. Had to pull over at a rest stop and crash for an hour. Then finally get home oh, to find wow. out that he just put sheds in the doors, so I knew which snake's sheds while I was gone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Owen does uh, it. Owen does it. Has an ultrasound, but he could give two shits less about they're tracking doing. any other I'm information. Fine, <laughs> it's a wait. <laughs> um, but uh, so I also want to give uh, one shout out real quick to uh, Lucas Lee. He sent us yep. beer. Uh, he sent you, yeah. okay, and sent me. Um, it's a, six it's pack a, of beer. Yeah, it, it's, I, it's a, our it was first a gift. official. Yeah. Gift like, of uh, from a guest. Know, Other uh, guests should NPR? take note well, that if you know, oh no, no. you got it. You got. I no. should back up. You get gifts. Owen gets nothing because yeah. you got a bread lie. I think from Ralph at one point. Yeah, I did get yeah, that. Ralph yeah. See again, yeah. Owen gets nothing. But, so this is the first gift for Owen. But but he was, um, you know, eventually that that's like one of those. You know how we work out. Things. I know. You, you know. You give me this, <laughs> I give you that. You give me this. I, I know. I, I just know. haven't made anything that I guess Ralph wants. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. That happens a lot. But Bill, <laughs> Bill Stegel, mm. he got me the uh, EB Morelia. Um, yeah, you're again, again another set. gift for Eric and nothing <laughs> yeah. thrown. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. What a Other guests need to take note so. of this and, you know, start evening the field a little bit. Just saying. I think you should get him and top hats for his snakes and um, for the male snakes. For, uh, no, and, what, no, uh, no, 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 no. I would say for Bill, why would he? Well, he could balance them on his ball pythons. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, or sickness. Sure. He could put a top hat on the sickness. So we're going to be talking about, is that everything? We I think it's good. Yeah, right. it? yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, enough <laughs> it's enough out of this. It's enough about bullshit. <laughs> but... Uh, so welcome, uh, sir. The, the Philly accent is rolling thick tonight. So oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we have it. We all have our cheesesteaks, uh, our soft pretzels. We're ready this to is go. the guy who will, he will buy cheesesteaks for people at Carpet Fest, and it's become some sort of like back alley moonshine kind of a deal. It's like, do you have the sandwich? I do. And like, yeah, and then it's just insane Dude. insanity at Carpet Fest. It's like become a black yeah, market. And I buy good cheesesteaks, and then Nick Mutton goes and tries some bullshit at the airport. It's like total disrespect. <laughs> like, I, don't care. I mean, what the fuck? What defines a good cheesesteak? It's like you know. Let's. Yeah. Where did you bring the cheesesteaks from? Yeah. Um, Pudgies and Bluebell. Okay. So okay. and all right. There's a difference yeah, because that. listen, I've been 
intoxicated in Philadelphia and ordered a cheesesteak mm-hmm. off a cart that tasted more like Chinese food. And I thought it was great, but it probably was. Probably was. It's probably, that's what was cooked on that hot, on that flat top yeah. moments before. And yeah. this is one of those Minus things the can hair. you got the cheesesteak and they're like, do you want mayo on it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like it's, it was one of those places. So oh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a, I'm a Steve's. Uh, Prince of Steak fan. Nah, nah, Pudgies yeah. or or um, Delisandro. Can you really go wrong? I mean, like, let me. Yes, let, you no, can. No, no. You no, can. Like, can you really you go can. wrong in Philly? I mean, like no. when Rob sends us a picture and he's like, "I'm having a Philly cheesesteak in Colorado and it's got peppers and this," I'm like, "It's wrong. It's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is not you. correct. And I had a cheesesteak out in Pittsburgh that was made with like Swiss cheese. I'm like, "The f- this? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's Bill Steele. Exactly. That's so you know, there's. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there's any wrong answer in Philly. Outside of Philly, hell yes, you can get wrong fast. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, and, and the best part is, is every time I go and order for Carpet Fest uh, and I get to that cheesesteak and I say, give me a cheesesteak with Swiss, it's that moment where everything in that shop. You feel it. No, everything in the shop stops. <laughs> like nobody does anything. You, you hear the crackle of the cheesesteak on the grill, the whole nine you yards. You die a little bit on the inside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Person taking the order looks at the cook and says, Are you some Swiss? Do we have Swiss? Yeah. They have to go next door to the yeah, Wawa to come back with Swiss. Yeah. No, they get, they, get it under, they get it under one tub and they got to wipe the mold off because they only well, open it's it for like Bill. Once. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. He's a yeah. doctor. It's, yeah. He's a doctor. He's it's penicillin. Yeah, it's also him. So we've now been like here for like 10 minutes. We've talked nothing of reptiles, but we now know what cheese sticks are. So yeah, that's yeah, go. good. Good. Well, I mean, listen, man. Mm. When you have three people from Philly, the only the only other person we need right now is Matt, Matt Minitola to come in with the water bowl. The yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's like every yeah. That's Northeast, North Philly, and South. You know, yeah, you're covering all of Philly yeah. right mm-hmm. there. That's right. It's the Philly trifecta on fire right now. Um, you Most know, of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I uh, <clears throat> went to work, it was like driving into a war zone. Jesus. So, but we'll leave Jesus. that for another another. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll save that for the airing of grievances. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah. All right. Buddy. Welcome, buddy. How you doing, Thank man? you. Glad I think you, we bro. should start the show like we start any other show, and you need to tell us how you got into reptiles. Oh, great. Um, when I was young, fascination with dinosaurs, um, but I was never allowed a snake because... My mother was one of those tree-hugging hippies that felt like every animal had a right to live, and if you got to feed it a mouse, she couldn't stand the idea. Okay. So um, when I moved out, one of, one of the times I moved out of my mother's house, I couldn't take pets, but I could take, I could have fish tanks, and I came up with the idea of, I want an iguana. So it was in the fish tank, fine, got an iguana, started reading about the iguana, and that expanded to other things. Then eventually I just bit the bullet, bought a Savannah monitor. And once I got oh, over all that these hump, are in tanks, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um eventually I just I got my first snake, which was a snow corn. Okay. And um that grew to a Burmese python. A Burmese python grew to a complete love for that snake, that and um, common boa constrictors, mm-hmm. and it just kept going and going. And then one day, I just realized that fifteen Burmese pythons are maybe too much. Yeah, yeah, that's that was a lot of snakes. 
Um, then I found my, um, I started breeding uh, bearded dragons, and I started selling bearded dragons. Mm -hmm. And a p local pet shop, i.e. Um, Martin's Aquarium, found out <laughs> that I was selling, I was selling uh, bearded dragons. Okay. And um, I got a job offer. So I wound up going to um, uh, Martin's Aquarium. Eric, I figured, out, I figured out where it all happened. Buddy's clearly one of the dudes who yelled at me for playing with the alligators. And I didn't get paid enough to okay. pay yeah, attention. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> this is where it all started. It must have been there. So, yeah. <laughs> no, so when you, did you work then? I worked the what last years two years. The, they closed in 99, yep. so 98, 99. See, okay, it's right there. And, yeah, young, impressionable and, Owen was there, <laughs> and Buddy was ignoring him because I didn't get paid yeah. that much. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. Um, but my last two years at, um, well, those two years at at uh, Martin's really kind of opened my eyes to just the animals in general. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, and I still think about this, is I read the book, um, The Lizard King, mm -hmm. and. It was funny because I met the people in that book. <laughs> like crazy, I met right? some of the people yeah, in that book. And the funny thing was is that Martin's Aquarium would get bags of ball pythons. Right. And every Saturday that I was there, well, not every Saturday, but there were certain Saturdays that I was there. And I was told I had to sit in this back room and pick ticks off of ball pythons to sell. Night. And the funny thing was is that people – would always say, ah, oh, that ball python doesn't look like that one. But And they wanted normal-looking ball pythons. Right. When you think about it now, it's like, how many, how many morphs, how many, you know, recessive genes were sold out of Martin's Aquarium and nobody knew what, you know, what was going on? Because this was the, at the beginning of the whole ball python craze. Right. And, probably, and I, thousands. Yes. Mm -hmm. All, all of them with ticks on them, all of them, get, <laughs> all that. And then, you know, they're thrown into a tank and then they're sold for like $79. And, and wouldn't that be, and that's, you know, the basis of a morph where the babies are sold for like 20K. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I when I hear people talk about Martin's Aquarium and how great it was for the, um, you know, how, if Martin's Aquarium was around, how the, reptile community would be i sit there thinking you know like i think back to the fact that you know there was at one time ball pythons coming in lighter than this one not as much pattern as this one there i saw a couple of stripes i'm pretty sure martin's <laughs> aquarium and the one that uh, eric said he went to on sunrise was pretty much like like the hamburg reptile show that was open year-round I got my iguana from that pet shop on sun, on Rising Sun. Right, but they, again, these are the the people who went to Martin's Aquarium and stuff like that. They're the people who frequent Hamburg and stuff like that. So it's very much the oh, same yeah. mentality that I had. And also, like I remember with Martin's as being the only place that would actually still have puppies because all the other pet stores in the areas were getting rid of puppies and stuff like that. So I remember yeah, that puppy exactly. Yeah. Which again, you know, we're 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 Pennsylvania. If you say you went and got a dog from a breeder in Lancaster, guess what? You got a puppy mill. <laughs> so like, I hate to break it to you. I, will, I give credit. I give credit to Martin's Aquarium. They didn't take in mixed <clears throat> breeds, or they or they didn't take in the ones that look ske sketchy when they would get delivered. Mm. So their puppies were quality. 
Now they're they're reptiles. Whole nother thing. I mean, everything was crap. I mean, it's just like it's pet store stuff. You got to understand oh, that. Yeah. It's just like when you were. Was a lot of it. Was it wild caught or was it captive? Yeah, of bread? course. Or, I guess no, it, no, it was wild caught. No, they didn't. They didn't spend the time. There's no really time and money in doing bread. that. They had that. Right. They had an albino albino monocle cobra no, up that. in the main office. That thing was. It was just so badass. It really was. Scared the shit out of me because every time you walk in, it just raised up, hooded, and it started, you know, acting like a hissing. cobra. Yeah, acting like mm. a cobra. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So so at one point, I was um a lot of bearded dragons, and I I tried my hand at at ball pythons, but that just got old real fast. Um, but if they're in it, they're on a thing. It's good. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I had a little success with Burmese pythons, but I just couldn't take the you know. It's a lot of babies the, at once. That's a yes, yeah. it was. And at one time, I got caught with three females <laughs> laying an egg at one time. Oh, and, holy shit! That's like yeah. How many uh, female birds? Um, it was it was oh. <laughs> 85, but 85 I had eggs. screwed up. Yes, mm. and I didn't do a good job with incubation, so I think I only hatched out about 23 or 24. Manageable, it's fine. That was natural selection. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, but now, now, was this back when uh, were these berm morphs or these wild type berms? No, they were they were albinos. 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 Okay. Yep. And normal, were they inbred enough to be normal. stupid, or this is this like running no, they were a gauntlet? Oh, like okay, they were all right. <laughs> they were stupid. How, they how were, early I were you not, an albino berm? <laughs> I, um, I was towards the, the end of okay. it. Okay. It yes, was. They it were was, inbred stupid. Got it. Yeah. They were inbred stupid. Um, so when I started, right before I met my wife, mm. I got my first chondro, um, raised it up, uh, got a second one from um, uh, Hamburg, and got lucky, got a clutch, um, family tragedy. Um, so lost that clutch, lost everything. Took a break. Um, when I moved in, me and my wife moved in together. That's when I started with chondros. I just decided it's easier for me. Um, I think I've kind of cracked the code. Mm-hmm. So I started with chondros. Um, didn't have a lot of success at first, but I kept pushing at it. And then I started going to Hamburg, buying some babies, raising them up, keeping what was best, selling the rest. That started work, you know, doing okay. And then um, I met um, two guys doing a podcast who had went to um, Tinley. Hey, well, no, he was not did. here. He was not there. Well, I would, no. For, no. Your no, story is flawed. The first, how's it flawed? <laughs> no. The first time? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fast forwarding to, you know, um, the first time you guys went to Tinley, mm. the next time I saw Eric, that he's like, nobody's there selling condos. That is true. Nobody's selling condos. Condos would do yeah. great. So then I kind of shifted to, I'm just going to um, get everything to raise to do condo breeding. Right. All right. So why don't you give us a brief overview of what the collection looks like now? Okay. So. There's the chondro rack, the chondro stack, um, cages by Chris Foley. How many? Six and um, right there, those are the six adults that I'm okay. working with right now. And then over here, um, I got, this is all carpets. 
Talon, Cody. Uh, I say, don't Enigma. don't point at the animals that are mine. <laughs> like, <don't... laughs> well, they're the, they're you know they're premier in my. This is this is the wayward station for Owen's. Um, <laughs> collect... I'm like, that's why I'm I, like point know, at that's... the animals that didn't come from Rogue. Okay, like you know. Okay. <laughs> Just... All right. So we got Duchess, which is my um, Lemke line female. Right. Um, Domino, which is she is my. She's the foundation for all the red that I'm doing right now. Yeah, those MBV reds. And then, and then there's Pertania, which is a Vandervetter and something else jungle. Enigma uh, and Karma, they're my um, bread lie, which I'm in love with. This came from me anyway. <laughs> like that's, uh... well, I mean, okay, but they're not they're not on loan all from right, good you. Point. So it's okay. just like all right. And then there's um, my Brisbane's. Nice. Uh, I forgot you had Brisbane's. Yes, and my blackheads. Cool. So that's um, and five women. Yeah, five ball pythons that I'm working with. Get him off the show right now. <laughs> um, oh, but it's, it's, it's but it's multi gene. Doesn't stuff. matter anyway. But um, it's it's a small collection, but it actually sounds like you got a bunch of like. Oh, and the leeches. Right, the and let's say you got this. You got these kind of stuff where you kind of have success with these. Um, kind of more fringe species, and then you also have these really cool ones that are kind of mixed in there. So, like, you have six adult chondros. How have you been with success with those guys? Well, um, these guys, are. this is going to be the first year. First year for them? Um, okay. Yes. I have decided over the last two years that I want to concentrate <clears throat> more on locale animals okay. than my um, designer project. Now, now he now you now you triggered him. Yeah, I know. So it's, no, and and you think I mean, the top you think, you think I'm bad? Like it's. I can't. I, I'm not going to put down design. Like I'm. I'm not going to walk away from that because I have from Bill Stiegel and John Leckie some a high yellow project. Mm-hmm. I have a second pairing of the sickness. I got a mail from the second pairing, which I'm going to put to an Arafak. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to be stupid to say, okay, well, I'm not going to do any designer projects. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to do designer projects, but I think right now in this community, instead of everybody looking for the $10,000 snake, I think we need to kind of concentrate on doing the, the, um, affordable snakes okay. for the new guys, because, Eventually, and and this is like we talked about it. Mm. When I was putting together the 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 cages that I got from Chris, I was tearing things down, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what? One day I'm going to tear this down, and it's going to be over. Mm. So it's like when it's over, I'll keep one or two. Mm-hmm. But then you think about it, it's like, well, what's what's the show's going to be like? You know, is it going to go back? You know, like there has, you know, you 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 have to. Get people in who may find a an aru, just a regular aru, as awesome as I do. I think they're awesome animals. I think a black and yellow blotch uh, biak is a beautiful chondro. Okay. And right now, it seems like if you're not doing blue, then what are you doing? And I think that's yeah, you bullshit. Don't, yeah, you don't really see a lot of people doing like... Uh... And I'm sure they're at, so let me preface this by saying that I don't necessarily, I'm not in the chondro world like I am into the carpet world, right? Right. Like right. with, with um, 
you don't really see like high yellow stuff. I think like um, you know um, um, Matt Matt Mars right in Texas the was one, working with high yellow yep. stuff. Um, I got I got from that one. It is Matt Mars to Jaeger the uh, the male that produced um, the sickness. Mm. Right. I got that from Bill because I just want I got some stuff from John Leckie and I wanted something away from John Leckie's stuff that I could do high melanistic animals with. I could pull that snake out right now. That, that snake is yellow. There's like you, if I told you that this snake came from the same sire that produced the sickness, you wouldn't believe it because it's it's like a 70% yellow oh, animal. I hate chondros. <laughs> it's like I can't, right. I can't I think, peg down I, of which I way think, it's going to go. Yeah. Well, I think this is it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This is just my thought. Maybe I'm totally off base, but let me throw it out there. See what you guys think. Yep. Right. So when, when it comes to chondros that we've recently seen, right, with um, uh, the paper that came out where uh, Daniel Natush and, yep. and Sachi sort of like they sort of uh, reclassified a lot of chondros, which I think a lot of people were. They kind of knew that you know the north and south were sort of different species, it but makes the sense. fact that there were subspecies and stuff that was added yeah. in, you know, I mean, if you follow the other species of pythons and probably a lot of reptiles, you know, that the the, the mountain in the middle, the, the mountain range in the middle of Papua New Guinea, kind of separates um, a lot of uh, you know northern and southern uh, species of reptiles. You know, you have scrubs, you have. Mm. Uh, Trying off the top of my head, chondros are the two that come to my head uh, that that are really like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, when you when you hybridize, I'm going to call it hybridize for the sake of this. You know, uh, it was an unintentional <laughs> hybridizing. We, we we didn't yeah. know. It's fine. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is like when you hybridize carpets, yes. right? Okay. And like think about think about when you do, um, you know, when you're when you're crossing bread lie and you know you get like these crazy the looking, screams, you yeah. Know, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You get these crazy looking things because, mm-hmm. you know, you're. you're that's what happens. That's that's the allure of say hybrids, and I think a lot of that is probably why you can't nail down the genetics of green trees is because mm-hmm. I think it's really just because you're hybridizing them that you see in all these crate. Like think about an arubioc, right? An arubioc typically is crazy looking. Right. You know what I mean? And like, why is that? I mean, you're taking. I don't know. There's just a thought. I'm not saying that that's real, you know, but like I think most of the crazy looking chondros that you see are all hybrids. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree with that. Um, the only thing I'll say is the reason I like prefer a ruse and biox is because you can distinguish those two. Mm. Sure. You can't yeah, get. Absolutely. You can't. You can't get take an adult. A rue and wonder if that's an aru or if that's a right. biak. Same thing with biak. Biak, you know what a biak is. You know which sound. Mm-hmm. Everything else to me is, it's really just a guessing game, which has been said a million times, but it's the truth. I right. mean, I have Cyclops Mountain. I have a, a couple Cyclops Mountains from VertiusPython.com, uh, Vitality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see another Cyclops like that. And it makes you wonder one of two things. Were the original two that he started with, were they both Cyclops Mountain? Were they a 
a Cyclops and maybe a Milwaukee or a, a Num Four. You know, so right, yeah. and and the same thing with this whole um, Manaquari thing. I've seen at least three different versions of Manaquari. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and to me. <sighs> It, it goes back to what was said by um, I forget who said it, but they said I'm selling it as it was as it was labeled to me, which mm-hmm. is it, you can do that. It's easy to do that, sure. but unless you go to that uh, a point in Manaquari and pull a snake off of a tree in Manaquari and bring it home, it may be a Manaquari. And, yeah. and I look at it, and you brought up um, the, uh, the the Meraki's, Meraki's, Marukis, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Right. It's been said there are no condros in Morocco. In Morocco, right? That's just where the airport so is. What is where is that one from? The thing that's frustrating is is no one's going to look to where that one's from to say, okay, we went to outside of Meraki. It's about ten miles south. That's where they're coming from. Whatever town that is, right? That's the thing. That's what's frustrating with me is like, it, it, and I think after Natush did his paper and he said that there are no condros in Milwaukee, I think that's when it kind of fell off. Like they fell off the map. Yeah, and you don't see them as much. Yeah, is that just because of the giant question mark of you don't know where these things came from? They could have been even been collected on a different island. And they yep. just happen to be yeah. labeled Meraki. Well, I mean, if you do that with a Roo, you do. Right? A Roo's, yeah. they're pretty much. And they and they how look similar to Maru. I mean, that's just an island. Well, you do that, chain, and they also know? do that that's with a, the Roo scrubs, because I mean, there's a Roo type scrub one and two, which you know it just means that they were grabbed off of different islands or different parts. Well, how many? Uh, there's there's how many islands in the Aru? I don't know. So, and my, but my whole thing is, is it, the one time I thought about it, I'm like, well, did they come from a different island within a route in those in that that formation? Well, and then you break it down. How many island? How many different island island localities could you have in a route? If let's say, exactly. let's say each island has a bunch of conjures that all look the same to each other, but a little bit different than the next island over. You know. Well, I the two that I have right over my shoulder, one's darker than the other. Right. After it sheds, it's 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 you know it keeps that darker look, and it has a slight um, yellow tinge to the belly. Well, and then there's the other thing of like let's say that some of these islands are so small that they've been picked clean, and now those those island okay. localities, Kofi-a. yeah, Kofi-a. Kofi-a. only only yeah. reside there's now 90, in the farms. There's ninety five yeah. low lying islands. Holy shit! In the <laughs> it's <just> yeah. <laughs> so 95. it's easy. I. I would bet any amount of money that it's easy to find different uh, phenotypes oh, yeah. on one from from ninety five islands. I guarantee here's a, you. Here's a question I should have asked Daniel when we had him on: Is I wonder, are, is there any kind of? Um, I wonder if any of those snakes are traveling from island to island to sort of. Oh, I guarantee you that that's happened. I mean, how else do you see the islands? Yeah, but I mean, like, are they going back and forth? Maybe they if, they're, that if they're close enough. Are they, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, just like happenstance. That dude, it, if a tortoise could jump in the ocean them. and somehow make it to another island, a freaking snake can. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not hard to imagine a, a branch Join. breaking with a snake on it and then it floating, you or know, even over just to the swimming, neck. Yeah. If it feels the need. No, no, yeah. no. I'm, yeah. I'm with you there, but I'm thinking like more like Eastern, what Eastern Diamondbacks do, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're going, they're actually traveling to another spot. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe. Or I think like that, the, I think that's happening. I think that's happening in the mountain areas. I, I I don't understand. There's there's no electrical fence that's stopping a cyclops to traveling into Manaquari. Now there's, it surprises uh, me that you would see chondros in the mountains. Like I would think that they would be more at the base of the mountains. Yeah, not when you know, get in the valley. From from what I've read and 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 everything, um, the higher up you get, the bluer you get with the animal. And it's just it's that high altitude that's affecting. From what I've read, mm-hmm. it's affecting right. it. So if you're going to breed blue chondros, move to Denver. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. 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 Well, either that or or um, Texas with Bill or Maryland with um Chris. High Stewart. elevations. Got it. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think. Um, you know, I think uh, I think I think you might be right though. With you know, I don't know. I mean, to me, I, I do like the designer stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, and, it's great. And maybe, and and I I can appreciate it and whatnot. But like, I think part of the the draw to those type of reptiles and iguanas or is the green. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you see a green reptile, it kind of like, you know, kind of wows you, you know? It, um, I, I get excited when I see a green and white snake. Mm-hmm. I get excited when I see a green and yellow blotched animal. Right. I get excited when I just see a green animal. I mean, that's how much I love chondros. Like, I mean, my first love is chondros. Um, right. I, no matter what I bring, like, um, dealing with, with Owen, I've fallen in love with scrub. I mean, screw well, I've fallen in love what with the hell? God damn it. Uh, because I got, I got something. Um, yeah, well, you had one no. chance and you blew it anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, well, no, uh, the team wars, I, I, they work I my actually, team wars. So, <laughs> well, I got my first, you know, like hands on while you were in yeah. Texas and it didn't kill me. I mean, right. um, <laughs> That's I've how he judges. Been, I mean, trust me. He might have won. It didn't to, kill me. It didn't kill you. It's, and, <laughs> Maybe I can add no, that. No, I took a syringe in it. That was the better know, part. Yeah, he needed, it, some, he needed some meds. So I'm like, oh, here's shit. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Timor was sick when we were going to Texas. I'm like, he needs a shot. Give him this. And he's like, how do I? I'm like, hold it down. You'll probably get bit. But give him uh, meds. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't care how you do it. Do it. Well, a quick side note, mm-hmm. that snake scared the shit As out of me. Should. And not because he went at me, but I get the I get the syringe ready mm-hmm. and I go to open up the, the, the cage. I go and open up the door and I, I turn around and I go to get the syringe ready. You know, like to well, he was on the right side of the cage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds getting the syringe ready. I look back. He's not on the right side anymore. And I'm like, did he just get the fuck out? Like, seriously? And I'm looking around, and I move one, and he's over there. I'm like, okay, shit. All right, cool. Everything's all right. I turn back around, go to get the syringe. He's gone again. He moved back to where he was. And I'm like, you know what? You're lucky you need this shot, because right now I just, I would, 
I would have closed the door and just walked away. Sorry, this snake right. was moving too swift for you, and it doesn't just sit on yeah, the dick. So cool. Like, you know, it just doesn't what? sit there and stare at you. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, when I started, when I met um, Owen, mm-hmm. he introduced mm-hmm. me to Coastals. Then he introduced me to Breadline. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the more... So I've... You know, like I've got, I've, I fall in love with, with Coastals. I love them. And I love working with the red stuff. I'm, I'm going to love trying to, to produce Lemke line stuff this year. But to me, a chondro is still an amazing animal. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's just, it's one of those, you know, I don't think they're, I think coast, I think um, carpets overall are a hardier animal than, a chondro it's just sure. because the chondros are so fragile i think that they're a, a, you know done right they can be foolproof but if you're not doing them right they can be very fragile um but i think if you're doing it right they, they can be an amazing animal I, they can i feel like with well, chondros the... go ahead eric go ahead no, no, no. Go ahead. I, I, mean, I just feel like with Condors, what you're doing is if, if there's far too many designer morphs and you get away from the wild type, like I can sit here and appreciate all the morphs of Coastal because I can look at a wild type Coastal. And it's kind of like yeah. this is my yeah. reset. If you don't have the projects for the localities and just the wild type breeding nice green, green tree pythons, it's like, what the hell? Like it, it it's like you deviate and it's not, you don't ever have the, um, the recheck. It's like it, it, you become it's the leopard gecko mentality where it's like, when was the last time you saw a normal leopard gecko? And then we finally see one. You're like, oh, they have spots like it. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you need, that, you need well, to have new projects. Right? It's like it circled so far. I know, right? The, the, it's like, well, I think the, the biggest problem to me, the biggest problem with chondros are ball pythons. Mm. And when I say that, I mean, you have. People who you see them in Hamburg, mm. they're walking around with a pastel. They're walking around with a Mojave. They're walking around with a spider. They've usually taken you know, it out of the bag that they were sold into. So they carry it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and these people are walking around and they're, you know, they're going to dip their toes in ball python breeding because that's mm-hmm. going to, you know, make them a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, when they find out it doesn't work like that, they just sell everything to a breeder who's already established who can use that pastel for this other project he's working on. Now they take their money and they're like, well, I still want to, you know, work with reptiles. What's the next best thing? Well, what's keeping its price? Mm -hmm. Condros. Okay. Well, let me go spend, let me go to, to Hamburg and, and get two adults and put them together and I'll be a chondro breeder. It doesn't work like that, you know? And, and I think, that's why I miss MVF, because MVF policed itself. Okay. MVF right. would, you know, everybody was welcome. There was no, you know, you, you, you want to post a picture? Sure, after the administration decides if it's okay or not. No, you just post a picture, and if it got out of hand, it would police itself. And they saw who was just in it for the money. They saw who was just in it, you know, just to put bullshit together and try and get something out of it. I almost does that happen that's a lot with yeah. chondros. I mean, I, I mean, almost feel like you, you, get your first, you get your first clutch of chondros, and then that'll reset that button real freaking quick. I mean, oh, yeah, if you're not well. if you're not into it, I heard baby chondros can be a dick. 
to get eating, and yep. that might stop everybody in their tracks. The last, the last clutch I produced was 2017. Mm. I kind of reset after that, but last clutch was 2017, and that was my first trip to Timmy. Mm-hmm. And that clutch taught me so much that I'd for, not forgotten about, but I was lucky enough to not have happen. And it was like it was f- uh, feeding. Mm-hmm. Like I for, I was I was blessed. The the eleven clutches before that that I had produced, they would eat right away. They I mean it would I mean worst case scenario put a live pinky in overnight and it's gone. But that clutch, live pinkies, um, I got. I went to um, the 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 scenting with the frogs from the the reptilinks. Mm, Everything, right. none of it worked. Luckily, I got them. I got them eating before Tinley. The only mistake I made was is people were calling me like, "Oh, is, is that one available?" Yeah, I, I shouldn't have sold as much as I did. Because I learned one thing at Tinley, you need a lot of animals for sale for people, you know, to do more than pay attention to. Mm. But that was, you know, but I, I eventually, you know, like getting there, everything was, you know, but that clutch showed me that you have to be a lot more patient with chondros than, than they talk about. I mean, feeding is, it's like they say, getting them to breed is easy. Getting them to lay eggs is easier. Getting them to hatch is simple. Getting them to eat is where you become a chondro breeder or just someone who keeps chondros or someone who's dipped their toe in chondros. So what is, um, you said um, earlier that, you know, something about, um, why you weren't having success with them. I'm assuming you're just saying keeping stuff. Like what, yeah. what, what, what did you learn? Like what, what is different from then to now? Like yeah. talk about the way you're keeping them. Like how has it improved or how have you dialed it in? Well, um, all right. So after Tinley, me and my wife moved and that shut everything down for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 19 is when I decided, you know, I, I really, <clears throat> step back because I was having success with um, the carpets. And mm-hmm. I came to that point of where like, okay, well, I'm having success with, car- success with carpets. Maybe I should, you know, just stick with carpets. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like I had jungles, but do I really want to get in the ring with Jason Balin, Howard Redding, Scott Borden, you know, I'm just, I'm going to be at the back of the line. By the time I get, you know, by the time, yeah, and you're shaking, like, it's not <laughs> something I wanted to do. I didn't want to, you know, jump into just that. My name wasn't mentioned. That's all I'm saying. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but it's like, it's somebody's, you know, there's already great guys, com- you know, putting together great animals. It's like, I just don't want to be, you know, another one on that. I feel though with the thing is that, you know, and I, and I made this mistake is that you breed the first clutch of carpets and then you immediately decide that now's the time to get show displays, stand out with your Mm -hmm. baby, ugly baby, gray carpets. And you're like, why won't these sell? And you kind of feel bad where it's like, what you should do, honestly, I think the advice I want to give people is produce it, a clutch, hold the entire clutch back and then your second year breeding, that you can start yep. doing shows when you have one-year-olds that are, have color, you know what you're doing, you had to go through a year worth of raising these things, 
and you kind of realize that maybe this sucks or that you don't want to do that or you want to do this instead, you can kind of showcase the animals and you can draw more attention to yourself. So, well, and yeah, and you're right yeah. because okay, like last year, the reds I mm-hmm. produced, the one you keep putting up on Instagram, Deadpool. somebody, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody. You know, message me on Instagram and saying, um, do you have any more of those? I said, no, they're gone. Yeah. I said, but I'm doing another one this year. Right. I did it. They hatched. And as soon as it ate seven feedings, it was gone. So, you know, so, yeah, it's it's when you're able to look at yearlings from the year before, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it real it's easy. It's good to give snakes to friends of yours that you know are going to post them up on Instagram because then it helps. You know, yeah, but Eric hasn't done yeah, it. Yeah, well, Riley, Riley got himself a jungle today, and that thing better be getting up on something. You hear me? So yeah, it's it's like that. It's good to do that kind of yeah. stuff. But um, but yeah, um, what you're as far as yeah, so when I when I sat back and I started looking at things, I said, all right, well, I I don't want to stop with chondros because I've been around them for twenty years. And I just can't walk away. So what I decided to do was just redo everything um, from the ground up. Okay, so I'm in a new room. I'm going to do new cages. I was looking around, and then lo and behold, Foley says he's building mm-hmm. them. And he built, it, he built exactly what I needed. It was, and it, it wasn't one of those things of, you know, you, you talk to some breed, I mean, builders now, and it's like, oh, wait, you want something special? Well, let me add $300 more to it. Yeah. You know, it, he, it was reasonable price caging, and it was just what I wanted. And what I wanted was a 32-inch long cage, 20 high and 20 deep. Okay. And my chondros right now in that cage, they're perfect. They, I've seen them use every single inch of the cage. And I put up pictures of them when I first had them done, and I had a couple of people message me, and they were like, well, why are you – what's with the 32-inch um, cage? when everybody else is using 24. And I said, well, yeah, they're cubes. I said, I finally listened to what everybody was saying. I just don't understand why everybody isn't doing it, doing what they said. And that is keeping them too cool, you know, too warm. Mm -hmm. In two cubes, I've noticed where I would have animals, when they want to cool off, they'll get away from the, the heat panel but it's not as cool as it would be if it was in a longer cage. I mean, the standard heat panel is 12 inches mm. long. Well, in a 12, you know, and unless you can put it directly in the corner of the cage, you're more or less, you only give the animal about seven to eight inches of space to quote unquote cool off. Right. And the one thing I've always noticed is chondros are more comfortable when they're at the highest point of the cage. Hmm. And for in a two cube, and and I'm not saying that it doesn't work because I mean hell, Harlan Wall he breeds chondros in tubs, mm-hmm. and that's as small as you can get. And I know Ryan Young has had success with the two, you know, with with two cubes, and other people right. have. It just, in my opinion, we're not keeping them that cool if we're putting them in a two cube. Well, and, I think it's probably the difference of, you know. You talk. I don't know how Harlan keeps as far as like I can't remember if he keeps like the ambient. Well, he you're saying he's doing it in racks, but like I think like when it comes to Ryan, right? He's keeping the more of that ambient room yep. Yeah. So he's not yeah. using heat panel, and the only time he really adds heat is when the female is gravid. 
Right. So, and then she's going to be seeking out that heat, you know, right. as opposed to like, if you're going to use a heat panel, I would think that your approach is probably the way to go. Right. So it right. really and, depends on your setup. And the right? one, the one thing that I've noticed since I went to the 32 inch cage was my there. I didn't think they were going to be as these big adults weren't going to look as big as they do in these cages. I'm, right. Well, do how it sounds. These they're small in there. So and and like I said, I've seen. I got them. I forget when I got the cages from from Chris, but they have. Um, they were set up within two weeks, and since then I have seen both males and females at every everywhere on the t- in the tank okay. at the very at the top on the coolest side at the top on the warmest side at the two I have two sets of perches in there um at the bottom of the cool you know like over to the away from the cage at you know on the bottom perch and under um the heat panel on the lower perch um I keep them at 84 um the coolest um place in the cage is 77 and that's okay. all the way to the to the left on the second on the lower perches hmm. um the higher perches it's about 78 eight and a half um on the heat panel side the lower side it's about 83 82 so they're okay. using the whole cage and i think it's really um, acclimated, you know, they acclimated to them very well. Like they're happy in there and, and I'm pleased with it because I finally listened to what everybody else was saying as far as keeping them cooler. The movement yeah. works out too. Cause yeah. they, they're moving to seek out the warmth as opposed to just sitting on a branch and getting fat. I mean, that's right. good and, too. Uh, yeah. And the funny thing was, is I, um, I took a chance on the, um, the water dish holders that, um, David Brahms makes. Mm-hmm. And I, one thing that I always believed in is when they got thirsty, they would go and seek out mm-hmm. water. Right. So I was kind of hesitant on using those um, those water bowl holders, but I've seen them in that water and the water in the bottom. You know, if they come across it while they're moving around at night, okay, here's water. Let me drink now. Mm-hmm. And then there's water right there that if they're on the the warmer side, they have to move over to get you know the higher water too. So, like I said, you know, the one thing I did when I switched up this room was I listened to what a lot of people said. And the most they said about condors was, oh, we're keeping them too warm. Right. So that's why I went with a bigger, you know, a longer cage, because in a longer cage, you can get them down to, like I said, 77 degrees. You can get a gradient in there to get, yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, I, I so like the idea of getting the snake to work and move and figure stuff out. I mean... <laughs> You yeah, know, right. it's it's kind of like with the uh, with my cages and even with the rough scale cages. Now they have a hide on the ceiling near the heat panel. They got a rock yep. to sit on, and then they got a box they can go into, and the whole thing's a gradient. And yet, my female's been up on the ceiling for four days straight now. So it's like, all right. Yeah, I, I saw that picture. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, so, so are you I'm, using like two tier? Of uh, perchings, like yeah, I'm using I'm using two perches in there. Is it a PVC um, pipe or 
They are PVC pipe that I that I scored. Okay, you didn't like whittle your own like branches or okay. no. No. just kind no. of sealed I got, it. I, only two oak wood I, for my chondros. <laughs> like okay. No, I I didn't. I was tempted to do wood, but then I said no. So what I did is I just took all the PVC and I basically scorched it, sanded it, so there's a texture to it. So when they're ready to shed, they can rub up against it and get the skin off. Um, I also started um i got foliage in there and the funny thing was is up until tonight i thought the foliage was working good but usually thursday nights feed nights i said all right well i'm going to be with you guys so i'll feed in the afternoon i fed the one biak in fact the first biak that i'm breeding this year and she lunged at the mouse so fast she took two leaves with her (laughs) And I sat there for about 15 minutes hoping that she would re-grip it and let the leaf go because I could only imagine a silk plant leaf going through the digestive That'd system. That'd be a fun vet, Bill. We could, oh, yeah, we could get my great. ultrasound if we could see where this silk <laughs> leaf is. Oh, my God. Dude, feed it to her. Let's try it. No, I'm not going to. So, but, um, yeah, so my new setup with these cages, I'm I'm extremely happy with. I'm I'm like over the moon happy with because the 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 length is giving them more room to move around and they can seek out cooler areas. So how would you set up babies to kind of do this with them if you're gonna do that? Would you do racks? Yeah, I do okay. racks. I do racks and I have my um specialty enclosure design uh six quart um purchase. Okay. And and they're um they're, they take to them just fine. Uh, paper towel in the bottom, um, water bowl, and knock on wood, everything's working out fine. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, and with the water in there and the heat so close, the humidity does tend to, you know, go through the roof, and they work out just fine. Okay. So... You said you're you're breeding how many pairs this year, Condro? I am doing a pair of Aru and a pair of Bioc. Okay. And maybe late spring I may do another Bioc. Now Condros are weird because they they can do they can breed year round, right? Well, okay. Here's Other people thing. can get them to breed year round, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I just I've never. Well, see, my thing is this: I I've, I've listened to. Harlan yeah. for three years talk about food cycling. I've listened to what you got, you know, when you guys talk um, it about is one food of Eric's cycling. favorite topics. So. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it's it's been an interesting topic to me, but I'm old school. Mm. I I prefer to use the fall and winter to control the temperatures and do them now. You know, and then the whole other thing, especially with me um, dipping, you know, having some success with carpets and hopefully more success this year. I'm, you know, uh, August, um, late July, you know, July, August, September, I'm trying to get carpets to feed on a regular basis. I don't want to, you know, have to worry about cycling, you know, or food cycling mm-hmm. um, a chondro at that time. So everything, I just breed everything the same time of the year, fall. Winter, you know, and spring. Hopefully, I have eggs and babies. Okay. What is what 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 do you find that um, has led you to be successful with chondros? Like, what's your 
Um, consistency. Um, and I'm going to apply the consistency of temperature drops. Temperature drops into as low as 70. 70. Um, spikes as high as 80, you know, 83, 84. Okay. You know, um, I've... I've heard of, you know, some people say, oh, well, I just, I just do a food cycle. Okay, fine. But I'm going to do a temperature cycle because knock on wood, that works for me. So maybe you would I, know, the, do the guys that do the food cycling, are they the ones that are breeding more or uh, less year-round? Like you see a I lot think, of which is with chondros, sort of like with ball pythons, which I don't, yeah. I, mean, I don't know why that doesn't work with other pythons, but it seems that those I mean, I understand why, you know, because there's not a lot of swing um, in their, you know, uh, I mean, temperatures and stuff. So it's like, you know, okay, well, we're going to do a food cycle type of thing. But like, <clears throat> and then, so it, their trigger is not necessarily the the temperature, you know, because they're not really having that type of swing. It's just food source. Whereas like if you had, yeah. a, you know, Brisbane coastal carpet, there's, te- there's a temp, you know, or diamond python or something like that. There's definitely... Their temperature or bread lie, mm-hmm. right? Bread temperature is, is very but, important with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but like, do a lot of guys that are doing that temperature, or a lot of guys that are breeding year round, are they doing more of the food cycling? Like, how how do you maneuver the temperature? See, the, the funny thing, but the funny men. thing is that <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing, um, a, a great philosopher at Hamburg once said to me that there's no such That's thing as no moron. temperature. <laughs> well, no, but Howard, hey, wait. Talk, I'm talking about how. Oh, Reddy. okay. Then yes, he is a great yeah, philosopher. <laughs> so, okay. but I was Fair talking. Enough. I was talking to him about, um, you know, like, um, the 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 base temperature, mm-hmm. you know, okay. and and um, you know, just not really deviating from there. And he said, "There's no such thing as no temperature drop." He said because when that big round yellow thing in the sky goes down, so does it the temperature. It gets colder. Duh. It sure, gets man. colder. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that even even if you keep an ambient of eighty all year round, it's not eighty every minute all year round. There is some temperature fluctuation that causes a an animal to get, you know go into breeding mode. Right. Sure. Yeah, we've talked about that many times. About yeah, like, and I agree. I agree hundred percent. Like I don't think there's a a you know I. I I just don't believe those guys who are breeding year round are keeping it at one set temperature. Your so animals. So your right. thought is that those guys are not necessarily manipulating the temperatures by lowering their thermostats, say, right? No. But no. they're, you know, if they're, you know, just by the room itself is enough of a drop yep. yeah. to yeah. stimulate them to breed. Yeah, right? it okay. may not be as drastic as going from, you know, like I do. By the time, um, well, I pair within the fourth week of, of temperature drops. Mm-hmm. But say I do six weeks of temperature drops, and it goes from 84 down to 70, 72. Mm-hmm. It may not right. be that drastic, but it's still, you know. It's I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah. So it, I don't, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to question the way anybody, you know, anybody breeds their animals, but you're, you're still getting some temperature stimulation, you know, w- with your breeding. Some of it is still being triggered by the temperature. Right. Yeah. My theory has always been, you know, there's X number of 
you know, stimulation that happens, right? Whether mm-hmm. for yeah. la- for sake of this conversation, I'm going to say five, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you have these five things, you know, um, some snakes require one check, you know, other snakes require yeah. all five checks. And yep. if you, you know, are able to do, you know, so for you, you might be using temperature. And yep. then there's another guy with a chondro that's using food. And there's another yep. one. I remember Luke Snell used to talk about using, um, if you listen to the first show that he was on, or maybe it was the second show that he was on. Um, it was second. He talked about, <laughs> yeah, because that was more chondro talk, right? That was so, chondro talk. Yeah. So I think he talked about more of uh, light cycles and stuff. You know, like his thing yeah. was like he, he kind of believed that we don't utilize that enough per se, or it's sort of been, I think what happens is it's like as, you know, especially in the early days when people started breeding, it's like as soon as you sort of had somebody that had success, mm-hmm. right, and they did X, whether it's temperature, feeding, you know, uh, light cycles, whatever, it sort of worked. And then, like, everybody would think, like, oh, okay, you have to stimulate the temperature, you have to stimulate them by feeding, you have to stimulate them by the light cycles, you have to stimulate mm-hmm. them by you know, uh, male combat or, you know what I mean? Something, All these different yeah. things right. that, that are going to get them to go. And then somebody bred them and didn't do male combat. And it's like, okay, then somebody else tries it and they do it without male combat. And it's like, okay, we don't need that. Throw that out the door. And then, you know, I think light cycles sort of follow that same think, thing, you know? I think, no, I think light cycle is important. I mean, well, starting maybe it was Sunday. Racks. Yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe that had the effect on the lights. Right. But right. go ahead. I'm but, sorry. Um, no, but starting on Sunday, I'm going to drop my um, my on-off time to 10 hours. Okay. And and when that, you know, right now it's a small window, but it's still enough sunlight to where when, the, you know, I'll turn the lights off and there'll still be a little sunlight coming mm-hmm. in. But as that sunlight starts to go away, the temperatures will start going down. Right. So it's still, you know, they'll 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 put those two together. Right. Sure. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's what helps. I think it works for me, and you know, that's all I can say. That's the um, key. The, yeah. what, yes. That's yeah. That's one of I use three. I think I use three keys. Right. I use food. I use light, and I use temperature. But what I'm I mean not, is the key for you is is what what works for you in your room. Yes. And you're not yeah, listening it, to somebody else. You know, say. No, no, you can't use, <laughs> you can't do this, or you can't, yeah. You know? Right. Um, everybody I've talked to, I've kind of taken what they said and see where I can fit it in with my, my way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Right. Like um, my, with diet, I wasn't big on, on feeding rats. The biggest I would feed would maybe be rat pups. Okay. Just to put some fat on the female. But I had a conversation with John Leckie, and John Leckie said, no, he's feeding small rats, you know, weans. Right. But he said, and I said to him, I said, but don't you have a problem with that tail that, that's as hard as it is and, and the hair? He said, buddy, I haven't had a problem with it. So I've added wean rats to my, you know, my um, very diet. My diet goes um, mice, African saw furs, and wean rats, and I mix it up. So here's a question mm-hmm. with the with John, right? With he's yeah. eating small rats, does he keep his chondros big or small? Yeah, how big would you like to get um, a chondro? And like, where's the sweet spot with them? He controls it. He controls. Um, they're small. 
They're small. Um, they're not. I mean, well, average size. Okay. Um, a lot of his stuff is got biak in the blood. So it's like no matter what you feed it, they're still going to be big snakes. Plus Biocs a thousand grams. Yeah. Less than a thousand. Grams. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. So my right. female rough scale is about eleven hundred. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking chondro should be below that. Yeah, I used to the first time I bred a chondro, it was over a thousand grams. Mm-hmm. Then I started reading, started listening, and um, when I got my after I I uh, moved in with my wife and we um. I started buying, you know, getting more chondros. I concentrated on smaller, um, under 900 grams. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had the one, uh, the worst one I think I had, I had a big Bioc, um 2016. Mm-hmm. She was big. Um, that was the one, Owen, that you wanted the babies from. That Remember never that happened. One? No, no, that never happened. <laughs> no, whatever you're saying. No, I never wanted chondro babies. That never happened. Yes, it's a lie. Okay. Sir. I'm sorry. Your secret is safe lie, with sir. me. Put a pin okay. in no, and, that, yeah. This man is lying. <laughs> anyway. Go on. Anyway. Um, I bred her and um, she was doing fine. The funny thing was that she wouldn't go into a prelay. She stopped eating. She, um, I caught the ass end of her ovulation. Mm-hmm. Um, she stopped eating, but she never did a prelay shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about three and a half weeks later, checked on her before I left mm-hmm. for work, and she was starting to nice. lay. Got excited, started, but I still didn't understand why she didn't do a prelay shit. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got home, she was dead. She, in fact, when I saw her in the morning, she had laid three eggs and the fourth one was coming out. When I left, you know, left for work, came home, rushed right home, rushed right up to, to my snake room, she was That's gone. Dick. And yeah, and it, it was beyond dick. And, and then I actually got the eggs out, palpated her, got the eggs out. Tried to save them, but it, they were it, gone. I mean, if she's laying eggs and she, if she dies and she's laying eggs, there's so many things that are going to go wrong there. I mean, plus, you know, um, that's like egg binding and stuff like that. That's how I ended yeah. up losing my Kribo. So. Right. And then um, I talked to Nick hmm. Mutton at, I think that was the first Carpet Fest that he came to. It was at oh, at your right. house, Owen. Mm-hmm. And somebody brought it up. And they were like, oh, sorry about what happened. I said, thank you. And we were talking and Nick said, well, there's your first hmm. problem. I said, what? He said, how much did she weigh? I said, she was over a thousand. He said, she shouldn't be that. I think fat snakes, I think larger, fatter snakes is, are definitely the, you have more health issues with a big fat snake than you do a leaner snake. Now I'm not saying starve the fucker, but I'm saying like it, know when to stop it. Well, and I said to, I said to Nick, I said, but Nick, Beox are big snakes. So there's, you know, like no matter how much I feed her, she's still, and he said, no, you can keep it under, you know, way, uh, under a thousand It's weird grams. because like looking at the rough scale, I would not think she is 1100, but she is. But then, you know, yeah. looking at my big carpets, like the ones I had in college, like Talon and other things like that, who are, you know, they're able to eat small rabbits if I really wanted to. 
the fact yeah, that I no, the really? fact yeah well if I really wanted that's what Trinity <laughs> did last week anyway um it's, <laughs> if if the fact that I kind of stopped feeding them the way I fed them and slimmed yeah. them all down is probably the reason they're all still alive like it's yeah yeah and and that's that's kind of where I'm at mm. now I'm not I am not going to let a, a snake get over 850 grams. I'm not. I'm, I'm or if Condros, I have to, let's preface that. If he doesn't yeah, let, if you don't let, let your blackheads get over 850 grams, I will take them no, from no. you. So, okay. Right. No, those fucking, oh, yes, Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> later on. We'll get but, there. Um, no, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let um, a chondro get over 850 grams. And I'm not, I have, um, like I said, I have the, a male from the second pairing of, um, sickness. He's a weird eater. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I feed him, I have to lay the mouse on his coil <laughs> and close the tub and come back and it's gone. Prissy high end. Yeah, pretty, like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's not in the right place. Like, how dare you? What? Bring that on yeah. the tongue to me. No. <laughs> I want it on my coil. It has lost its all predator sense at all. It must be spoon fed. <laughs> I actually want to call a certain um, blood python breeder and ask him, you know, like, did you try that when you, you were? dare call out Matt Minotola on our podcast. You thought, I didn't bring Ronnie, up his name. What you blood did. breeder would we talk about? It's like, <laughs> um, uh, Frank Good. <laughs> but, um, Good point. No, I mean, but, yeah, he's not, I'm not letting my males get, get above 600 okay. grams. But now that being said, though the Aruz that I have, he's he's seven hundred and thirty grams, because Aruz are just big chondros. Um, Aruz? I have a, really? yes. Aruz are yes, they are huh. big. I, I have no small. goddamn idea. <laughs> so, no, the 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 Aruz and the Biox, they're big. Is that chondros. because is that why they, they are. constantly are crossed into the Aru Biox? Yeah, I guess so. I think I, that I really pairing do. just makes crazy looking animals because they're hybrids. Well, one thing that one point that I've proven is it depends on what the male is. I have an Aru Biak male. Uh-huh. The sire was an Aru. The female was the female was a Biak. And he looks like if I were to pull him out right now, you would think that's a high white Aru. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's a it's a high white um base green, high white. A lot of um, blues and yellows in it, but it's in a Rubiak. Mm. And just for the record, it's a cross, not a designer. <laughs> it's a designer cross. Moving on. So I said, I said, moving on. So when you say designer, what do you mean? Yeah. A designer has, okay. Uh, Scott Borden brought this up a few weeks, a month mm-hmm. back. And he said about the whole designer name. And I put on there, and I've been, you know, messaged quite a few times that a designer has at least three, but maybe two generations behind it. Now, what do you mean by that? Like ones that are named by something or? Not named, but, but, has, but gives you a lineage mm-hmm. sheet. And there are, there are. At least goes back to great-grandparents. Okay. Yeah, at least the great grandparents. Okay. 
These people going to shows and getting, you know, something off of a, a jobber's table that has a little blue in it, and then they walk around and they find another one and they have a little blue in it and saying that's a, you know, my designer blue project. No, it's not. Because, number one, you don't know what's behind okay, that. Okay, but now here's my thing. If they took those animals home, bred them, and then produced, and then bred them and produced, all right. and all this other stuff, and got several generations in, and there's a little tint of blue, would you call that a blue project? No. It's not a designer blue project? It's, it, it can be – you can take those animals and then plug it into a blue project, and you may get more okay, blue. Okay, no, but no, – uh, It has blue right, but My blood. other question is now – if I have something that goes back to the great-grandparents, but right. we're looking on it, and I have designer names, and I have um, named lineages, like we'll say lemon tree, and there's a bunch of that shit in there, yeah. and then there's a bunch of question mark chondros. Do I still have the same weight as somebody else who has named animals all throughout? If at some point you produce an, you know, a, a good-looking animal. you See, my thing with, with lineage is... When you raise that up and you breed it again, you breed the babies, you have at least four years into it, and you know what that's going to mm-hmm. look like. So, okay, then you, put, then you plug something in. So, so, okay, like the Bill Stiegel animal I have. Mm-hmm. All right, I know where that male is coming from. It's coming from John Leckie. That's going to be a designer project. Now, if I take um, a couple of babies from the Bia, the Bia, blah. The Biox that I hopefully breed this year, mm-hmm. raise them up in four years. I now know what they look like. Right. So then I can turn around and take another Biox from someone else or somewhere else, breed it, and now I have a generation. So I have now, um, starting with the ones that I bred this year to the one next year, you know, in another four years from those babies, that's one generation. I know where I'm going with it. I know where what direction I'm taking. Yeah, but my thing is, like, if we're looking at, like, let's say jungle carpet lineage, you know, mm-hmm. and we all, all had the ones where it's like, this is Delia Scattershot, and, and this was crossed with an Andrew Hairline animal, and this was crossed with this. And then you have every once in a while a big freaking question mark in there. And it almost seems like with jungle carpets, one, maybe two question mark animals in a lineage – are kind of forgivable, but when you start getting into like three, or if there's one in there that really doesn't look like a jungle. Well, but, but my question is, is okay. So, so basically what I'm saying is if I can, I can have a lineage of, of a lemon tree project. And then you look back and somewhere in there, there's a green animal with a giant question mark on it. Does that appreciate from the value of the animal and the project? Oh, why did you plug it in? I don't know. I felt so, like it. I mean, dude, eventually yeah, you're no, going to get to a point where some guy, somebody somewhere wall. was throwing Joe no, at the yeah. wall and got baby chondros. It's, it's, like, uh, it's, yeah. Right. Well, maybe well, I can. First, go ahead. Silent you. That question mark animal, the first question I'm going to ask is why did you All plug right. it in? Why and, did you and plug I guarantee you, sometimes you're going to get an answer of, I didn't have another male. You didn't have another male or, well, um, there was a lot of yellow in this one. There was a lot of white. Let's there was go a lot with, I didn't have another male. Let's then say you, it's a green animal. Green is green. No yellow in it at all. I would say that you're continuing a, and now if you've plugged it in with an animal that has three generations yeah. behind it, you're plugging into a designer okay. project. Now, if you're stupid enough just to plug in a, a female, 
then you're wasting your time from the beginning. Okay, no, all you right. are. You, I mean, it's well, just like it's it's. Are you it's saying like, like if you have just you're just putting it to any female? Yeah. If we took sickness and bred like, him to to instance, a random green snake that we find, how bad would that depreciate? How bad would those babies depreciate from any other sickness baby? See, this is this is where I think, I'm just trying to figure this stuff. <laughs> well, here, no. let, let me let me just put a base here, and then we can start. Right. So, like when I think of carpets, right? Yes. And I think of how it's it's how they're labeled, right? Right. So first we have what we call pure, right? Right. Okay. So is it really pure? Is it not pure? Whatever. So for sake of argument, we're just going to say that, like, we think of this as what's representative of a subspecies, right? right? So you have a coastal carpet, you have a jungle carpet, you have a Darwin carpet, blah, blah, and on and on and on, right? To me, that's what I would call, you know, uh, uh, a pure animal, right? If you have lineage that says such, right? Right. Okay. So next you would have locality stuff, right? Um, Is that locality... You know, 100% accurate. Uh, it's hard to say with carpets mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously the question marks that come in with that, right? You're taking somebody's word. You know, it's it's a little different than than green trees as far as like, it's kind of the same, but we have this in our head that it's different somehow, right? right? That like, I'm getting this animal and somebody tells me it's an aru, so I'm taking that as an aru. But meanwhile, it could be you know, anything. It could, yeah. be, could be just a southern green tree right and it's not from a room but it has that look right and then you have crosses to Mm -hmm. me a cross is a diamond jungle right to me a cross is a jungle coastal it's you're crossing two subspecies right and nine times out of ten that's probably coming from the early days where you would breed a jag like a jungle jag right Right. you're going to breed a jungle jag you're going to have jags and then you're going to have these crosses which would be jungle coastal or when people didn't really try to track that kind of shit they just bred carpet to carpet before morphs right Right. so then designer comes into play for me is that this separates the morphs that are quote unquote pure Mm -hmm. as opposed to the morphs that are quote unquote crosses uh, exanic, so like granite jag a, <laughs> yeah to me that would be a designer mm-hmm. me too a you know a a uh an exanic jag right it's a coastal morph. all coastal yep. stuff to me is that's right. a morph yep. right so like i guess the struggle with the green trees is is that because they're magical snakes on sticks <laughs> that, <laughs> i'm sorry man i had to take this oh, <laughs> that was because him. they're magical he snakes on sticks <laughs> right one, one well, day somebody's well, gonna find own what a pencil see, on his neck I, I guess this is where like I, I, I guess this is where sometimes i get a little frustrated with the way that that thought process is and and again they they could be frustrated with my thought process so i'm, I'm not saying that they're wrong it's just that my mind it doesn't it doesn't work doesn't same. gel right like yeah. to me like just because it has this lineage somehow now it's worth ten thousand dollars but it's still a green snake to me that's just that's just that's bullshit like i don't know and and, and to me but but see but you're kind of answering the whole mm-hmm. question because when you when you have animals okay like taking i i call them the pandemic when you t- and that's from the second pairing of like um, the sickness. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> freaking god! <laughs> but that one produced the um, 
That's from the, the second time that Bill um, paired up what produced the sickness. Right. And he's not, I mean, he's got some dark scales on him. It's a, he's really a nice animal. What I'm going to plug him to is an Arafak, an Arafak with dark, um, dark scales, blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. But then when, but you have something that you can say, okay, well, this is what that line produced. This is what the, the, the sickness line produced, the sickness. So if you put it into an animal that's comparable to it and not just throw it to something, there's a chance you're going to produce maybe not the sickness, but some amazing Mm -hmm. animals. But that's no different than morph chasing. Right. And and somehow... It, it, somehow, it just seems like the diner like is the morph chasing of green dream. <laughs> somehow right. takes but away it, from the fact that you're chasing a morph. Right. And like people will argue right. with me but, and say it's not a morph. Well, yeah, yeah it, it is. is. It, it's, it's your version it, of a morph. It's and it, then if you want to go way off wrong. the reservation, you can do <laughs> yeah. Jack Pondros. I mean, like it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But but the thing is, is that it's just like um, I that. One stripe jungle that I had, mm-hmm. I sent it to Jason right. Balin because he wants to produce animals with that black that's almost it's like a stripe. velvet. You just have to like, tell us that Jason Balin and, wants to and, produce and, stripes. We all understand. And he wants to produce stripes. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, I, he's just you know going in that direction. Like he found the direction that he wants to go right. with that prize, that pairing, and there. So. My whole thing is, and, and this is one thing that, you know, like I look on Morph Market and I look at animals being sold, and it's like, oh, one of them was a Bioc, but I don't know what this one has. But I'm selling it for $1,000. How can you do that when you don't know what you're going to get? I don't know. That's but how. The argument, I mean, if it sells, that's I, how. So, so, so I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. But I think, I think, see, the, I problem think that that the, the problem for me is, is that, how often has the sickness been reproduced? He's it's I, only I, one. anybody the, but Bill. The, right? No, it, sickness had one baby that Bill kept that I think looks like him or is a little bit different. All the other ones have been right. kind of oh. what? Right. What it so it's kind of green, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen all of the babies from that first pairing, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So there could be one that's. Crazier than the sickness, the person who has it just if hasn't. If you have a snake crazier than the sickness, the world is going to know that you have a snake crazier than the you sickness. Ain't that, that, my you, no, no, no. You're <laughs> yeah. not. The, if, right. No, and I understand mm-hmm. it, but but the thing is, is that like when you go back to these people who are pairing up something where you know, okay, this is a biop. What are you pairing it up to? Ah, it's an undocumented animal. Okay, how much do you want for it? Oh, uh, for the babies, a thousand dollars, and then that grows up, and it's just a plain green Jane, snake. But green that snake more often than it not. has to. It does, but the problem is with those animals is you can't take that baby when it's grown up and go with it anywhere because you have nothing to build off of it but from before. That, wait, no, but, I, but that's the problem I have with them not having any kind, with it not being a, a plethora of locality projects is. That is, is what you know happens. Bioc- You're telling me that nobody who gets a green snake that might have some bioc and might have some aru in it isn't going to take it and say it's an aru bioc and plug it into a project? But but, but it's just like you said. Aru biocs do produce some, especially when the male is is right. a bioc. 
they produce some amazing high yellow right. animals. Yeah, and you can plug, you can plug them in. like the one that you got from from um, this guy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The other, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Listen, every Aru, every Aru Biak <laughs> that came through my collection at one point lived at Eric's house. Like you know, yeah. oh. no, but the one he got, the one that he got, no, that there was he the, there was the one long. I got from Buddy directly, and I sent her back, and that's yeah. why I got the rhinos. And I think I won out on that deal. But the one that the one that so. you got from from the first carpet fest wasn't that, that a was, Biak from Buddy? That, that was a straight, straight Biak. That was yeah. straight Biak. Right. Okay, but that's but what I'm saying is I've seen a Rue Biocs that are amazing. That are yeah, but how high amazing. blood Biocs are they? Uh, it's fifty nah. fifty. If luck. you're using straight, yeah, yeah, no, and I don't think it's luck because there are there is some yellow in right. a Rue's, not a lot, but there is some yellow, and I think that's perfect for a uh, a high yellow right. project. You know, but, but isn't the argument just, always that if you have an animal that has lint, like say for instance, you get an animal that's from the sickness, right? Right. Right. Say you right. Ha- and you have an animal from the sickness, you do. and you're yes. you're you're not going to go to like, Hamburg okay. and buy something and be like, "Here's your mate." Like, no, it's the <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that you have this snake from the, you know from uh, that pairing, and you know it's not necessarily looks like the sickness, yeah. right? But the, right. the thought, the thing that I was always told is, is that, you know, it, oh, because it has X animal in its lineage, it could produce it's going something. to maybe, maybe, maybe hopefully if you pray hard X. enough to the snake but, gods, you'll maybe get it to reproduce. No, so what happens right. is those chondro guys are holding back all those, you know, sickness type animals. All the right? red babies. They're holding right. them back. Yeah. They're showing them off. And then they're taking an animal that's green mm-hmm. and saying, well, right. maybe produce that. So it kind of is going against what you what you said a minute ago where you're like, well, why would you just pair that to whatever? Well, maybe you pair it to whatever because you don't know what you're going to get because maybe you don't know what's in that animal. Right. And maybe you I might say, get the crazy you odds. Might. But you and then you can start a whole new project animal. yourself. <laughs> well, this whole now, if I, the one, no, but I understand right. what you're saying, but here's, here's my counter okay. to that. School me. Do School it. Me. Do it. <laughs> if you, okay. So let's just say the pan, the, the one I had, the right. pandemic went to someone else. Okay. And, you know, they, they've read up, they know what they're going to do. You know, when you look and you say, and you understand genes and you say, okay, the genes are there for that breeding. The genes are there because his, his clutch mate or his, uh, the same parents produced the sickness. So somewhere in there, there's some kind of genes. Even, and then even if you don't look at the sickness, you could still look at this guy and say, okay, he has melanistic in mm-hmm. his blood because he has dark scales. Mm-hmm. He also has some yellow. Mm-hmm. He also has, you know, some slight, you know, blues in him. Mm-hmm. So then you go and you say, okay, and you're at Tinley. I wouldn't think that it would be at Hamburg or, or any other show. <laughs> right. But you're at Tinley and you see a confirmed female that's two years old that has melanistic mm-hmm. scales, that has some blue, has some yellow. Mm-hmm. If you're smart, you would take that female and raise it to put it with the pandemic. Well, so would what that if, be a design? What, what if she's not documented? 
it's still the male has the the has the generations behind him. So you're plugging in that female to a designer okay. project. The pandemic, if I if I don't do anything with him, he's just a designer chondro that's sitting, you know, in one of my cages taking right. up space. But he's still a designer chondro. And the funny thing is, is that a lot of people like the lemon tree line. The reason there aren't a ton of lemon tree is because everybody who was doing, a lot of people who were doing lemon tree were breeding them back to sisters, mothers, brothers, fathers, to, to keep, grandparents, keep the yellow the on the green, thing. right? To try and make the yellow more intense. And that's, some people think, I being one of them, is the reason that all those, you know, like you don't see any more, you know, like you don't see as many of them as you do, you should. As as old as the um the the bloodline is because it it all that interbreeding did the same thing with granite IJs no eye yeah. yeah it fucked them up okay. but you see animals you see animals that have it in their bloodline somewhere down the road like I think Buddy Buscemi is working with one that has a lemon tree in the bloodline but you mm-hmm. don't see true Straight standalone lemon trees. because everybody wanted to make the most intense yellow animal they could. And so they bred it back to parent, you know, they bred siblings back to parents, back, you know, brothers and sisters, you know, and it just didn't work out. It could also be, I'm going to give you an alternative mm. idea. It could also be that that line is specific to have problems. And what I mean by that is yeah, like, exactly. we know the Sylvester line of coastal carpets, yeah, right? That was up. in the U.S. Yep. When you bred pure Sylvester, they were prone to tumors. So like... That's why you don't see them anymore. It's not because nobody cared about them or wanted to breed them or anything like that. It's they because, cancer. you know, yeah. they just got cancer and died. Yeah. So, right. like, is it possible that that lemon tree line, it already had, let's say, problems, if you will, right? And then, like, the compounding it with the fact that you're inbreeding it, in, in, you know, Crossing it, interbreeding. yeah, inbreeding it, interbreeding it, yeah, whatever. I can't talk. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and you, you're going to get ultimately more pro- like the problems are going to be compounded even more so. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're emphasizing right. the problems. Correct. Right. So with the I, with and the, the IJ specifically with the granites, it was just that it was they needed to be outcrossed. Yes. Because that, they were inbred so much, right? To just produce, produce hats, produce hats, produce hats, produce hats, visuals, pets, visuals, hats, you know? And it's like th- that it had to be outcrossed. And as soon as you started to outcross, the problems get a- went away. Right. With the lemon tree stuff, is that the same type of thing? Or is it more of the the line was just kind of had issues. to begin yeah. with? Yeah, and that's, that's why I say plugging in. Yeah, you, want out- you want outcross. Right? You always want outcross. Outcrossing is fine. It is out- it's just that I have right. the issue is that when it comes to taking a two designer animals and breeding them and then taking a designer animal and a question mark animal and breeding them and then offering all the offspring for the same price. I think the one with the question mark okay. would be lower than Why? The one at because you know exactly what's okay. on both sides of the that breeding, you don't know. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't get a pretty penny Both. for okay, the question. Yeah. I'm just saying that um, it's not a $2,000 animal. It's a $1,000 animal. <laughs> so let me just, it, 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 I'm going to push this. It, 
Good question to you. Yep. Okay. To <laughs> I'm with you there. You're saying that it's right. $2,000, you know, and I understand that, that thinking. Right. But let's say that the one that has the question mark produces the sickness type. Yeah. Then what? I love how we don't understand makes... how conjures work. So oh. we're just grilling him. It's just like, tell us, tell <laughs> us your secrets. But, like it's just... Right. But see, but I that's understand. like, I, wanna, I, I wanna do. Know. I really no, do. Tell us. <laughs> And there's a, there's a simple answer, right? Okay, yeah. the the this guy and that guy, those yeah. two, right? They're going to produce a ruse. I'm going to, you know, pure get, get at yes. Uh, that's and they're the going, closest I'm going to get to Meraki, So you better put me on that list. Yeah, he's going to he's he's going to hurt you <laughs> until you give him the ruse. Yeah. Well, I got I got a baby over there waiting for you too. So um, <laughs> but they're going to be that's going to be pure ruse. Mm-hmm. I'll get twenty feedings into him. Give them about three months of growing, and I'll ship them out because they're a ruse. They might be high white. They might not be, okay. but they're still a ruse. The The bottom two cages, they're biox. Uh-huh. They're going out as B. I I mean, I know okay. they're biox. They're not, you know. Now, when, when the pandemic is ready and it goes to that cage right there, that's going to be held for a year so I see what I'm selling. Uh-huh. If it's, if it's. If it's an amazing looking animal and somebody wants to spend twenty five hundred, there you go. Right. If it's an okay animal with a lot of genes in it, anywhere from nine to like thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred. So you're okay. looking I mean, at every doing... individual baby, regardless of so like in that situation, if you bred your designer to a to a to a question mark, you'd comb over every single baby and exactly. go from there, and regardless. Anything Anything that has designer blood in it will not leave so, my site for at least Basically, a year. when it's born, it's $1,000. But as it starts changing right. color, the price, the price just increases. But it's just like you taught I me. I taught you nothing rest. quiet. Oh, Don't you tell people what I tell okay. you. It's like... <laughs> No, but I mean, don't you reveal secrets? <laughs> no, but it's just like it's just like the reds that I have, the two that I had right. from last year. Mm-hmm. I had an offer of six hundred dollars for the uh-huh. for the pair. Mm-hmm. No, because they're only going to be better down uh-huh. the road compared to what I had this don't year. Don't sell your holdbacks. It's you know? not a hard. Yeah. No. It's... No, but I mean that's what it is. So basically, when it comes to chondros. I'm concentrate. I'm putting more concentration into right. locales. That stuff, I'm going to hold back some to just produce more. But I'm. But what I do send out, it's not going to be a year because I know it's in a rule. I know right. it's a bioc. And somebody might get somebody might get a, a nice looking bioc, but it doesn't matter. It's a bioc. You know the prices on that. With with the designer, you have to hang on to it because you don't want to sell a four thousand dollar animal for two, two for a thousand dollars. And the perfect example would have been if Bill held back the other baby and not the sickness. God, I gotta hate Condros. <laughs> like no, no, no. Listen, I saw a caramel jack. I know what it's gonna kind of like grow up to be. I might be surprised. Like there was that one caramel I sold to Eric that I regret ever letting out of my sight. That's fine. But it didn't turn black. Like it didn't like it didn't oh, okay. become it didn't look like it was covered in fruity pebbles when he got it. Like it was <laughs> it's not right. it's not a separation that far. Right. Um the out of the six okay, for instance, yeah. Tinley. 
the six animals that I, the six babies that I was selling at Tinley, when I they were got tiny home, when you brought them to Tinley, yeah, three, right. Three people from the Tinley show wound up buying the snakes, and I thought it was funny because I told the one guy, I'm like, dude, you actually could have just taken it home. Now yeah, you gotta pay shipping. You're dumb. Like, <laughs> right. Right. So, but I saw that animal last year. It's three mm-hmm. years old. That thing is amazing. And I just, you know, and I even told my wife and she was like, well, you shouldn't have sold it. I'm like, I had to just to break even. Because, you know, the funny thing is, is Tinley was an eye opener for me in so many different ways. But I knew when Eric Kohler told me, he was like, wait a minute, this is your first show. I said, yeah. He said, you picked this to be your first show. He said, you're swinging for the fences, Only only a dude with balls makes their entire first first show show was Tinley Park. Yeah. Yeah, and, First and show, I right learned next to uh, Julie and Luke. Right. Oh, Julie, I miss her so much. Yeah. But um it was so much fun. Yeah. But um I learned so much. Number one, I learned that shit comes around to bite you in the ass. I used to laugh at Owen when people would come up to him and ask him all these you were questions. One of them. And they, like, I don't understand that. No, I, <laughs> no, I, no, I asked you questions, but True. I bought from you. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> Was it really buying or just forced upon you? I don't don't know. No, no, no. It was buying before. Now it's forced upon. Like, now I'm just like, here, take this caramel jack because it's loopy and stupid. Like, I'm I'm becoming, I'm becoming, slowly becoming um, rogue reptiles. um, I'm seeding very, I'm I'm, 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 I'm seeding a couple collections of people stuff with rogue things. Yeah. Ask Riley. He got a box today. So, yeah. I, no, but I mean, I had people stand there. If I got a dime for everybody who took mm-hmm. a card, I would have. We all could have retired. Made I mean, that's the listen. Yeah. yeah. However many people take all your cards, we all could retire. So. Right. Um. And people asking me questions, and and the funniest one, two two of them stand out. One, this guy was asking me a bunch of questions. Then he goes, "Is anybody else selling mm-hmm. Condros?" I said, "Yeah, buddy Buscemi, up over there with Philly Herbs." Yeah. And all of a sudden, I turn and I look back, and he's darting in that yeah. direction. And I look at my wife, and I said, what the hell happened? She said, I don't know. Whatever you said to him, he ran up that way. Uh, 45 minutes later, he came back with a chondro from the other side of the room that was an import. And all I'm sitting there going is I sat there for 45 minutes answering all his questions. And I said, if you're going to go buy from Buddy Buscemi, I'm okay with that. You know, like, he's a great guy. No, you go and buy a... Fucking import that's going to die. That's in a how it works. Weeks. Welcome to the world. Right. <laughs> Welcome to snake right. breeding. You know. Yeah, man. I had, Unfortunately, I yeah. had some, I had adults on display. One guy comes up with a bag and he tells his friend, "Yeah, the snake right here. That's what it's going to look like in the cage." No, no, no it's not. No, no you're just going to be no. dead in a bowl. Yeah. But all right. <laughs> yeah. And then I had this guy who he wanted to buy snakes from me. He wanted to buy a pair. He wanted one red, one yellow. Started going through all of this you know, different mumbo jumbo and, and all this. And he said, well, listen, would you take 600 no. for the pair? I said, you want six, you want each for 300. I said, I said, the cheapest one is 600. So you're actually, buy one, get, buy one, one, free? one get one free. No. Yeah. So then he goes, well, you know, it's really all profit for you because you didn't pay for them. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> yeah, but I've got, I've got them to this point right here. So I looked at him and I said, well, let me tell mm. you a story. I said, here's, what's, here's what could happen. You take these two, they turn around, it could be a male and a female. I said, you're going to raise them up. 
I said, in four or five years, you're going to breed them, right? He said, yeah. I said, and when you breed them, if you think like me, you'll go to a show and set up, and then you'll put them for sale. Yeah. I said, now, when that guy, when somebody comes up to you and says, listen, can I have these two for 500 when you've got them priced at what? Oh, I'll go with market value. Okay. So 750 market value. I said, but this guy just came up to you and asked you for two snakes at $250 below mm-hmm. market value. I said, are you going to give them to him? He I said, no. Answer your I said, own question. Bye. <laughs> right. I said, why not? He said, because all that, you know, like it's, it's a lot of work. Put I said, so then why should I sell you two for, you know, you're, $600? You're much nicer with an explanation. I would have just told him to bite me. <laughs> like, it's well, like, it, was yeah. first, it was my first show. I didn't build up my, you, you know. Yeah, you um, callous. Like, you know, I've seen Eric stand behind me at shows, like, with shock and awe on his face. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you just tell that dude that no, he was getting ready to pay you? I'm like, not enough. Then he comes back around and buys it. I'm like, that's why. <laughs> like it's yeah. Well, I was standing there at Hamburg you, when you would I do that. I did it to you. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> the funny thing is, the first time I um this guy that I was working with, his dream was to make the the yellowest snake. Is that the guy who I, um, I I watched his soul leave his body when I told him Benjamin turned yellow? Like I I mean I I ruined somebody no, no. in front of you. Yeah. This is a, no, this okay. is another guy. <laughs> the guy, um, he was the chondro head, and he wanted to make the right. yellow snake. He said he wanted to make the $10,000 yellow snake. I said, it's yeah. never going to happen. So um, we were talking, and after I met you at um, mm. uh, Oaks, mm. first time, and we talked about caramel, um, I said, he said, that, um, we were talking about a snake that I was going to buy. I said, you know what? I'm backing off of it. He said, why? I said, because I want to start getting some some carpet pythons. I said, preferably caramel. He said, well, ma- what made you decide that? I said, well, I talked to this guy from uh, Rogue Reptiles. He was like, you talked to him? I said, yeah, why? <laughs> he was like, you know, people think he he's is. an asshole. And I said, <laughs> I said the jury's still now. out. I said, but um, after, Ask after Eric, I, he's still um, not sure. Had- <laughs> so it's- right. I don't know. Some days it goes one way, some days it goes the other. I don't know. It just depends. I I got that first caramel off of you, went smoothly, great, yeah. the whole nine yards. And he was like, I said, yeah, I got it. He came over, he looked at it, and I said, he said, well, how did the guy treat you? I said, actually, he's Usually. pretty cool. And then, you know, mm. after that snake, um, I think I was, like, hooked into the proverbial Venus yeah. flytrap. Lure you in, and then it's just and nothing that, but yeah, ball busting. Like, yeah. But you know something? <laughs> Here's one thing. I got to yeah. say this. Through the nine years of yep. ball busting yeah. I took, to the point where my wife, when I would get off the phone with you, she's like, "Why do you talk to him?" <laughs> no, no, but then, but then, but then she's she's wearing a rogue T-shirt around his house, so she's like, "Why do you talk to him?" And it's like, "Why the fuck are you wearing a shirt?" Finally, a reason. <laughs> right? She goes, "Why do you talk to him?" I'm like, "Cause he's the only one who will talk snakes to me," and she was like, "I still don't get it," but. After last year, when I brought those yeah. reds up there, and Eric said to you, "So what did you think?" That pause you had. <laughs> you That's a, about I'm it. having conflictions of what I want to give you. Yeah. Every yeah. time you took a Doc Martin to my nuts. <laughs> every, every. I prefer single... trial by fire. It's not my fault. Like it's him. Mm. Yeah. But no, I mean, when I pick up the phone, what did that you bring That is usually how now? I answer it, yeah. <laughs> or 
you know, when I'm trying to bounce something off of you, you're like, you just answered yes, your own question. Yes, because the problem is, and then I and I kind of feel that, and I and I'm trust me, you're not the only person I talk that way to. If, I talk if, of course, <laughs> if you have the answer, and 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 yeah. so I want you to know you have the answer. So I'm not going to spoon feed right. it to you. I'm just gonna be like, you answered your own question. Talk it out. Tell me what's going on. No, and, and that's how it works. God. No, and, but you're 100 yeah. percent right. But like I said, every everything. The only other time it was uh, I was ever in that situation was the one time I was trying to buy. In fact, in a room, and I'm messaging the guy, and I go, I said, uh, by the way, my name mm. is Buddy. And he comes back. He goes, "Wait, are you Buddy Buscemi? Because if I would love for you to have one of my animals in your collection." And of course, what second I'm sitting there thinking, "This is why. This is why we have the name." Right, but no. But I just thought it was, you know, like that was a, one of those moments where I'm like, "What are the chances this guy's going to bump into Buddy Buscemi and he's going to say, so how's that snake?'" In, I in sold a wonderful you universe, doing? never. In our universe, tomorrow. And, yeah. have, so that. So if you ever listen to NPR, he said, yeah, I listen to it a lot. I said, I'm other buddy. Oh, okay. Well, here's what I want for the snake. What about the snake? Oh, shit. Uh, what happened to you loving damn. me? What? Should have just gone with your buddy. Yeah, damn, damn, dude. Like, just try to yeah. pretend to be buddy for Shemmy for a second. Yeah, just breed the snakes no, that the... you get and throw them a snake later yeah, on. Yeah, God. <laughs> no. But, yeah, but, no, but, I mean, getting back to what right. we were talking about. I think it's easy to plug an animal right. in. Plugging an animal in, there's no problem. It's been, that's a designer project. But when you're going and you're just putting two animals together that have no kind of history behind it, it's a cross. It is. Unless right. it's a confirmed. So, hold on. Let's say, where do crosses fit in the scheme of pricing? Because I know where they fit in carpet world. And I'll say this a, 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 Non-morph cross is usually bottom of the barrel because it's all the way down there. So well, with chondros, a cross, where does that fit in? Is it below locality? Is it above locality? Is it adjacent? It is, well, it's changed because apparently since this whole, the, the whole COVID mm. thing started, prices for chondros And that's just because up. there's Plus, not a lot coming into the country. Right. Exactly, and I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with COVID as much as it does with any right. shutting yeah. down. That's so. Like I talked to, I talked to John Lecky, I talked to Harlan Wall, and they both said the same thing: that wild caught um, locales are demand. You know, Biox and and Aruz are commanding a lot mm-hmm. of money. He said so. That raises the product. That that raises the prices on. The captive-born product. So, to me, right now, and um, Ryan Young did it. He just sold a bunch of his for a good price, and he sold them all. I think a lot of that has to do with the name molecular reptile on it, not just okay. It's a root. Three types of authorchillas in one year. He's got my vote. Like it's <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got my vote. I would never say like, why yeah. the hell would you do that? No, but um, I think there's. Aru, Bioc, locales, they're around, you know, uh, uh, from what I understand, they're up in the sevens, eights. Right. I think crosses are 
seven to maybe a thousand. Okay. You know, a little bit over. You know, if it's if it's as long as you can show the animals and give that person a chance to, you know, make a decision. Like I like my whole thing is is when I go to to start doing mm-hmm. shows with um, Condros, I'm going to my setups are going to have the top tier is not going to be the babies. It's going to be the adults. So when you see your chondro that you're buying from me, you're seeing the adults. Right. So when you look at, if you want to buy a Biak, you're going to see what the adults look like. When you want to buy an Aru, you're going to see what the adults look like. When you want to buy one of my designer ones, you're going to see what they're, what you're getting. And like I said, Aru, I mean, designer stuff's not going to be sold until it's at least a year old. So you see that it's Sounds starting to come around. Yeah. So you can see it. And and designers are designers. Depending on who it is and what he bred it to, you're talking about, you know, a lot of money. I mean, the, the what, uh, Bill, the uh, sickness to that, that um, blue, he's getting, you know, a great deal of money for those. And, I, and, and I, they look amazing. Mm-hmm. So when you go and sell those, it's, it's easy to ask for that kind of money. Yeah, I'm with you. I I I guess I kind of understand it. I, I just it's different, and we don't like different that, here. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I guess no. it is different. I, I think though that I just sometimes I I don't know how to say that correctly. I, I think the one thing I will say is like how it always comes. You know, like it goes full mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. While I think right now we're back to the point where chondros are commanding. A little bit, you know, com- com- they're commanding more money than they did maybe two years ago. I don't have a problem with, yeah. I don't have a problem with supply and demand, and no, I don't have an issue that, yeah. with like, you know, like, you know, uh, because it takes so much work to establish a captive born and bred baby, regardless of what it is or whatever. I just, I, I, I get a little skeptical of the whole like because this snake had. I mean that. That's Come like on, me saying that, like, because <laughs> this snake has Johnny Blaze in its in its lineage, mm-hmm. that I can sell this uh, jungle carpet for three thousand dollars, and maybe you'll get a yellow snake, mm-hmm. or maybe you'll get a snake that has some dirt on it, or maybe you'll get something well, in between. But then there's but even like, more. But you could breed I'm a sorry, dirt snake I in there, and then well, no, no, no. Yeah, what I'm saying right. is, I can't, I can't predict. It what it's going to be, right. but you're just going to have to take a chance. And nine times out of 10, it's not going to look like Johnny plays because nine times out of 10, I'm going to figure out what which one's, one's going to look like Johnny plays and I'm going to keep it. Yeah. But just because this has Johnny blaze in it, I'm sort of selling you this idea rather than the reality right. where the reality is, is that nine times out of 10, that snake is going to go and it's going to be a green snake. Yeah. Maybe it has some black scales on it. Maybe it has some yellow scales on it. Maybe it has some white scales on it. But at the end of the day, it's a green snake hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I just, I just and, don't understand you know, where that, 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 and maybe I'm, maybe I'm off base because I'm not, I'm not really following the chondro market. Maybe they don't go for, you know, five to ten thousand dollars anymore. But like what I used to see is like this idea well, that somehow no, it, yeah. it's not genetic, but it is genetic. Like <laughs> well, you're talking to me in riddles, man. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> either it's genetic or it's not. not. It's either I, or it can't I, be both. I, 
Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, I, I get, I get line breeding. I understand that. And I get that if you have a snake that has more blue in it, that somehow you might produce a snake with more blue. I just don't think it's worth the price tag that people are putting on it because I stamped some name on it. And somehow now it's, you know, it's, it's a magical green snake on a stick. I I just don't don't understand. Right. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, but the one thing Mm. that I will say is, is that like, Take scatter deal, um, scatter shot and deal. Sure, right. Shame on Chandra guy. God damn it, Chandra guy coming here trying um, to talk carpet shit. (sighs) Um, the thing that I look at it is this: when you get with jungles, when you get certain characteristics, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the, the the thing I love most about jungles is that black velvet. Yeah, tech, okay. the best thing. Yeah, clean black. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, that very right. clean black. What you're going to do is you're just going to keep trying to repeat that to get it better. You know, like to perfect it. Sure. Whereas though with Condros, like for instance, Buddy mm-hmm. Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Buddy Buscemi, I've had um, the one Condro I bought from him. He gave me a disc, and it just oh, went yeah, that back thing because all the way back. That yeah. Yeah, it keep, they keep plugging it in. The, that's the one thing I love about Chondros. You can plug them in at any point. Yeah, you could stay with your original pairing and just keep producing babies from that. Or you can say, okay, now I'm going to plug this male into this over here. Sure. I yeah. got this. You know, So I think that's where Chondros differ from any other – because there's any other animal and any other breeding because they plug in animals as you go along. Whereas those scattered deal, I mean, listen, I can do that with you. Do that. You can do that with 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 carpets. But here's the thing: if I were to breed my Delia scattershot, the line comes across because it has the blacks and the yellows that people want. So it's almost expected. But I'll tell you right now: I have one baby from this past year whose yellow is not as bright as as his siblings and stuff like that. And I haven't put him up for sale yet because it's hard to. Say it's a deal your scatter shot and put it out there because that commands a certain price. And I feel a different way presenting something as a deal your scatter shot that doesn't live up to the deal your scatter shot. See, but then you go by, but then you go back to what we talked about locale, cross, right. designer. That that animal may not command what his you know what his siblings right. command, but it's still a deal your scatter shot. So it's not you, it's not going to cause. It's not going to. You're not going to ask for. You'll ask for a grade B or C type right. of money for it. But I can't ask the. What I'm saying is that I'm not going to ask the top level saying, "Well, it's yellow could come in later." Like it's. I know at this point. Or that. That's when you hold it and hold it for a year. And if the yellow comes in, then it goes for, you know. So maybe this is where the confusion for me is coming right. in. So you're telling me that you had, like, that the, the price, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a tier when it comes to, yeah. say, you know, whatever. I, I hate to keep using sickness, but to me, that's it's like, an easy, It's know, an easy I, thing I, to I, jump I, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, or let's just let's say, tree, let's Mr. Blue. different. What, what are your Blue, famous right? chondros? Yeah. <laughs> like we have a lineage. We have lineage from Mr. Blue, right? And you know, Daddy pants, really? It, it, there's, there's no. yeah. God. 
That was one That's of my favorite. <laughs> There's a possibility. Jesus Christ, this show is going off the rails. Holy shit. This, 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 this is not going to go well. This show is bombing. It's this is we're going to get no, all the counter no, people no, mad no. at us. Oh my god. I think I no, I think it's a great conversation. Oh, I, I agree. I do. But I, I know it's that a we're, conversation we're that a lot of people in don't so much the, trouble. It's just yeah. No, trouble for what? No, I'm no. just saying my opinion. I mean, if when they you don't attack like me, the mystical it, dragons it on sticks, that they all get I, mad at us. Listen, like I told, <laughs> like buddy, like I told you at the beginning, yeah. like a little bit of this is busting balls. Oh but yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not attacking at all, right? I'm not. I'm attacking. No, I, 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 I am. I just. I can distinguish voices. <laughs> Hopefully, the audience can too. <laughs> I know who's attacking, and I know who's not. Yeah. Right. So, but. And and, and maybe and maybe it's just because it's just two different two different groups of mm-hmm. of, of of snakes. You know what I mean? And, and they approach things differently, right? And they look at things differently. I guess, but like, I, I didn't I didn't realize that you know there's tiers of it. Mm-hmm. So like, if I but but my question has always been, and I've asked this since the very first episode of NPR <laughs> when we talked to Luke. Like, what's like? How do you pick out a holdback? Like, what is it that you're looking at? When you're looking, so so if you would ask me to look at a coastal carpet, a jungle carpet, uh, you know, um, a jag, uh, you know, you name it, any carpet python. Yeah. If you ask me to look at that, a poplin carpet, whatever you want to say, I'm going to be able to look at that and have a good. And it's not always gonna, I'm not always gonna hit it, but like I know what I look for, I know what I like, I know what like what 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 I'm looking for. And when I look at that, there's always one in the clutch. There's always one in the clutch, right? That stands yeah. out and you're like, holy that shit, one. I think yep. that's going to be this the one. smoke. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I think this is going to be the one, right? I think of that one that I just, so the two that, so there's three actually in the clutch of the red jags, right? There's one that I set aside for you. There's one that went to Owen and there's one that went to Brian, right? right. So like, I know that those three have the best potential to be amazing, Right. And right. like from what I've seen so far, like you know when 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 Brian posted up that picture of it on his finger, I was like, oh wow, <laughs> oh, oh wow, <laughs> oh no no, yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad I kind of got out of Jags because that snake would have not have left. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and and then I would have been stuck in another project and da 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 and all and goes on and on and on. But there's other well, ones I in mean, that clutch that I think have potential. They could be nice, yeah. And somebody could say that they're nice, but they're not going to be that level. A yeah. level, you know what I mean? No. And I think what it comes down to is, and using the sickness. When I talked to Bill at Carpet Fest, I just said, "Why?" And he was just like, "That one just stood out." And I, I put it to when I would pick out holdbacks. Mm-hmm. It just there's something about that one that it for some reason it stands out. Is it a busier pattern? Is it less pattern? Is it a solid stripe down the back? Something. Um, the the yellow is it is it brighter? Right. You know, it's just those little things. You, I mean, realistically, my I would say don't sell until you number one get them all feeding. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Make sure they're all eating. And well, yeah, no, but then. After that, after they've all eaten about four or five times, they've had a couple of sheds, mm-hmm. just sit there and look at them and just say, why does this one stand out to, against that one? Okay, so then you eliminate one. Mm-hmm. Why does this one stand out? You know, who stands out? I My thing is three to four babies I'm keeping, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like 
a, a competition with each one. You put two up, okay, this is the one I like out of that one. Bring in another one, nope, I like him, still like him better. Bring in another one, okay, you lost, so now it's him. And then it's you get the four, and then that's it. And then you just hope the ones that you send out don't come back to bite you in the ass. Right. That's too basic, yeah. You know, I mean, last year with the with the red stuff that I did, my first time doing it, I before I took it over to <laughs> Owen's house, I looked at my, I looked at him and I said, okay, I just need to know what oh, sex wait, it is. Oh, we're talking coastal, coastal carpets. He brought coastal carpets over to my house, thinking that I was going to get second best, and that was just foolish. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about yep. the first one because because that that male that I had from last year, oh my god, he's incredible. And I pat myself on the back because I got it right. Yeah, when I saw Owen sent me a picture of that baby and like the one that he got, and I guess when he went, I guess that was when yeah. he got the group and he sent me a couple of pictures, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's a nice snake." Yeah, you know, like that. That's 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 a look. That one there is is. I I, I swipe on yeah. a girl is what ended up happening because he left a bunch with me. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, that one's feeding." I'm like, "Yeah, that one's yours," and I sent it back with him. And then later he came <laughs> over to see because my girl is a domino, and he's like, he's like, "You, you screwed me." I'm like, "No, I didn't. I just, you know." <laughs> <laughs> no, he screwed and, you. And, yeah. But, oh yeah. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Hard, yeah. yeah. It was... But that. That male has me excited about working with reds because it's not the same red as other reds. Like, it's a totally different red, and I want to plug it into some natural red stuff. Nothing MBB, but just some natural red stuff. So back that up for a second. What do you mean it's different than – now we're talking my language. So explain that to me. What do you mean it's different? Because it's almost like an orange, orangish red. Okay. Like, it's a different type of red. So is this from – is this yes from MBB line or is this? It's MBB to to um, Lemke. Okay, All right. or MBB to M pen. Okay, so similar. Okay, and I got gotcha. It's a male M pen to uh, um, MBB Tiger from from Jason. Well, from Amanda by way of Jason. So is this like and Molly Ringwald? Th- same pairing? Different. It- I'll, do you want me to? Do you think you could see it? On, yeah, I can be like able to tell him this. Just, just text him later. No. But it's I'll text you a picture of it later. It's more of um Jason's stuff is definitely dark is brighter red and it goes that direction. Buddy stuff mm-hmm. seems to go yes. a different tinge, like a, a different kind of color. And I'm not sure if that was the M, if that was the M pen stuff, the uh that, that color getting the, in there because yeah. the 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 MBB tiger is pretty red. But she's classic. classic, which isn't yeah. look. She's not like our red tigers, dude. Like the ones we got direct from Balin. So the MBB stuff definitely has altered that color, and then doubling down right. on and it, it's different. I'll I'll send you a picture of Deadpool. Like he's the the colors aren't what I would expect because I have a Balin red tiger and it's a dark red, and then Deadpool is like a bright red but with MBB kind. Or I'm sorry, uh. uh God damn it, M pen, M pen, like background colors. Influence. So like the back yes. stripe is so, M pen, but then he's got bright orange stripes on his sides too. We got to do. Uh, we got to figure out a different name. So yeah, we got to start naming your when shit. When we're talking dude. about Bale and Red, yeah, are we talking about 
Molly Ringwald bail in red, or are we talking about 07 Red Tiger? 07, but we're getting closer to the, like, his his stuff is getting closer to the Molly. I would say that Buddy's reds look like the the reds off the Jags that you produced this year, dude. That red. And one thing I will say, and this is my feeling about MBB, MBB conforms to whatever you put it with. Like I'm, yes, it's an enhancer. Like it'll it'll make it red, but it it can change. Like this, the two that I have from last year, and the I gave one to Jason has one. You'll have one, and I sold one, but they it it enhances. Like he said, it enhances with it enhances the red. Um, it can make it brighter. Mm-hmm. Because the male, the male is a lot brighter than the female that I have. So I want to see where, like I have Owens, I have talent. I want to see what MBB does to that red. Like I want to see the difference between the the Lemke line red from the Lemke line coastals. I want to see what the difference is there. That's my mission this year. I want to put talent to... Um, Domino, my um, MBB line uh, tiger, and I want to see what that red looks right. different because I think it will be. I think it's like he said, right, it enhances Talon it. Because Talon got the uh, Lemke girl last year by mistake. <laughs> um, it was yeah. You gave, it, gave <laughs> yeah. you gave him an <laughs> hour. You gave him an <laughs> hour, and that's all he needed. <laughs> you fool. Um, yeah, that's but all it's, he needed. And it's yeah. different, kind of seeing how the colors. But see, but there's something even there's something different about that because. Putting talent to a Lemke female, well, it's right now. It looks like that could be a well, black the problem and is red. Talent's father is that red tri-stripe that Balin had. So, and that was the right, basis so. for all of his original red tigers. And it was mixing the MBB stuff is when his red tiger started going on to like Molly Ringwald status. So I would say that Buddy's stuff is almost like right where Molly started. And where Bailing kind of went and got more MBB stuff and started doubling down and kind of establishing his own line and working with the stripes, he went that way. But he's still kind of got this, it's not an organized tiger stripe. So it's got a lot more room for color and a lot more room for well, cable, pop. Yeah, right. and Cable cable has right. a full stripe. So He's fully that's why striped. I told you to keep that one. And that's, so, that's, and that's, that's why I'm glad I got, you know, like, I'm concentrating on coastals. That's one of the reasons why, because M, um, red is really starting to pick up it's, right now. It's fun. Yeah. A lot of you people can do a lot with red, and it's yeah. and it's fun. And, and so I have something that I can, you know, hopefully one day, the same way you talk about, you know, Balin's number seven, Bal, you know, this and that, I can produce those type of reds. And I think with last year's, it could be. I could be along the, those lines somewhere. And so, because you yeah, got, yeah, got listen, I got my pair, and now I'm going to clean them up and mix them with Eric's <laughs> stuff just to get them away from you. So, you know, further away, I got, I got, I got to inject some E.B. Morelia to just make it okay. So, no, and and that's what I, that's one thing that I want to do with that 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 baby that I'm getting from him. That's a part that, of that project. It. So, so I doubled down. So <laughs> I guess in a way, my Molly Ringwald stuff is doubled down on the MBB dose. It right? should, and that's so like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, that those, those are producing good shit coming from V. Yep, and MBB coming from Molly. Right. I, I know. Like we were talking about V at Hamburg. I actually hope 
that he gets to put V to that female I have, that I gave well, him. We'll see. <laughs> a lot Somewhere of, down a lot of growth line, needs yeah. to happen. But with V, yeah. I'm pairing him with my uh, the tiger, the red tiger I produced that was from uh, the 07 tiger that Balin produced. So she looks more like the 07 okay. stuff because she was my red jag crossed with Balin's, uh, a Balin red tiger. So I want to right. produce, V is going to go to her, but then I'm also tempted. I just picked up a red female from a friend of mine that is one of Talon's kids from years ago and is a crazy red yeah. color. And I really want to um, chuck them together and see what that does. That that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm really like glad that you sent talent I down here. Cause <laughs> he didn't have, you didn't have room, but, but he's one of those, he's, he's an icon animal for me. Like he produced some amazing red animals. And now the idea of, of being able to get those reds mixed into everything else that I'm doing, I'm super excited about because that that hour long talon, those hour long talon babies, I don't know if they're going anywhere because I just want to see what they I do. I would say at the that end the, the two day. that are here look more like him every single freaking day. The shed, every shed, they look more like their father, and it's just like, yeah, okay, this is repeating. <laughs> like I, I recognize <laughs> these looks, like it. Yeah. yeah, but but the idea of mixing that red, you know, like those babies raising them up and putting cable to one mm-hmm. of those females full stripe um the 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 darker bands plus that red the red base i think will be it's, something it's, it's, it's fun, fun it's at. a fun project like that it's something to do yeah. that you can enhance on and build on and it's not like it ends with it's it's even more fun when you don't have too many morphs involved it's like Cool animal, right. cool animal, jaguar, and everything goes sideways because now there are jags involved. You can still kind of play yeah. with the colors and the patterns and see what you can come out with. Tiger is, I think, the most fun coastal morph to play with because you can add color and stripe, and you don't have to worry about adding a incomplete dominant gene that takes over everything or a recessive right. gene that just totally just envelops everything. So, yeah. Yeah, and and – it, yeah, and like, uh, and playing with the side, you you know, you can play with the side, mm-hmm. the colors on the side, the base sides. That that's why, like I said, when when I started working, you know, like talking with you and and getting more and more into coastals, you know, I fell in love with coastals. And then when I saw the red, it was like, okay, you know what? Not a lot of people are doing it, so I can jump in here. I can jump on the train right here and and try and put you know, my stamp on everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what I did last year and I'm, I can't wait to see what yeah, I do I'm kind of hoping that, uh, that's why I think the Russian red, uh, tigers are one of my favorites is because it's something that hasn't been played with enough. So, yeah, that's, that's the thing that depresses me the most. Cause I had those, that pair and, and mm-hmm. when we moved, um, that was the ones that were mm-hmm. hit hardest by the move. And, and I still, like I still cry every day. Every day, day you're like I this is my red, Russian, Russian red tiger time to cry, and you sit in the yeah. corner. At, yeah, but like, you gotta I'd you gotta move on, doing, man. <laughs> like it's yeah, uh, and I I just I want I want Russian like pure Russians. I don't want crosses. I I want to. I hope that um somebody on this show produces some <laughs> sometime Russians. soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, well, it, 
It, the, I, it was I will a male. give you all the chondros. Nobody you wants chondros, um, but it's uh, he does. He does. <laughs> I want. You know why I want? So I, I'm just oh, going to explain you, to you, you why I like Meraki chondros, right? Yeah. Because it's the closest thing to Australian chondros, <laughs> and to me, Australian right, chondros. I just want an Australian <laughs> chondro. If he could get an Australian chondro, <laughs> hold on. It's a green Christ. snake yep. with a white stripe yeah. and a yellow belly. That's all he wants. Come on. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. That's perfection. I will produce. I will. I will produce. If I produce a ruse this year, I will grow them up and I will green. I will put green on all the white oh, okay. that they have and go, make yeah. a stripe. I but will say, make you're just going to lie and say and the put, like, white out down the back yeah. of the. Uh, the yeah, the I'll, I'll put. I'll put. White will come over the every back, time put... they shed to recolor them for you. <laughs> just yeah. give me some Russians. Sure. That's it. I, I just uh, that that to me like you know I was happy with the move because my wife was happy but whenever I think of my Russians I just want to kill my wife. <laughs> well, the good thing is it was, they were fine. They were fine you, at our old house. You did this to me. <laughs> what? The, the good thing is is that the line still there is still a possibility for the line to still be around. You know, yeah. so that's that's a good thing. And, you know, um, and the funny the funny thing is is when I had them I don't understand why they weren't more popular. It was one of those things where it was a mixture of that everybody kind of. The fact is that it was they're they were kind of caught up in that wave of it was new, so I'm going to call it a new morph, and it's a stripe, so I must call it a tiger. And it kind of took away from it. I almost feel like they would have been more popular if they stuck with their like locality name. From what what is it's yeah. the something depot? I love the name and I can't forget depot. the Yakapuri Depot. Yeah. If you call them yeah. Yakapuri yeah. Depot carpets from the beginning, why not? Oh, because yeah. they, the, they, the they, fact they is that people been, are like, yeah. well, it's not a tiger unless it's attached to Jason Balin's tigers, and it's not a this and it's not a that. If it was more of a this is a locality of carpet, and I think it is. This is where I think this is where I think people miss the mark. Right? right. You have. All that stuff that Owen said, right? It's all great stuff, but it's unrelated blood. You know what I mean? How often do we get unrelated blood when it comes to coastal carpets? Not often. Not often. You know what I mean? So, like, no. you have this opportunity to where it's like, okay, it produces stripes. So, if I'm working with MBB stuff and I've and I've uh, I've, I've worked this in and you know I've worked with this project and I'm looking for something to outcross, but I don't want to lose color. I still want it to stay somewhat in the, you know, and, and, and if you look at where they're from, it's more of a southern type of coastal, which means that is it red because it's more of a southern type of coastal or is it red because there's something genetic going on? Who yeah. knows, you know what I mean? So, But but at least you have that injection of of, of red, whether it's coming from... Or even new blood. Uh, I mean, you imagine... Well, new blood, yeah. yeah. So you can outcrop, well, you, you know? Or, so like, or you can look at... But you can look at it the same way you would look at a gray band king snake. You can go from one point, you know, in western Texas to five minutes down the nothing. road and you will see find nothing. a we know. different we version. We saw nothing. Yeah, you nothing. Want we a single thing. Okay. There's nothing there. West and Texas we, is barren. Okay. But I know what you mean. Yes. yes. <laughs> one look and this right. and cut, I think and that's what, another look on another cut. Right. Right. At right. And I think that's what happened with, with um, the, you know, Yakapur Depot. Well, I mean, if it, I, I think, I that think the reason, that's where it's at. I think that the reason that they didn't catch on like they did is because they came out right around the time that carpet morphs were come, becoming hot, right? You, you're, how do you compete with a coastal carpet when everybody has, you know, 
gamma jags or jungle jags or you know these amazing like i mean it's the same thing as what you're saying with chondros like do you want a sickness chondro that's blue and purple and you know black and green and white Mm -hmm. and like every possible confetti color that you can think of or do you want a green snake you know there will be some people that like me that would be happy with a green snake there will be other people that will be only happy with you know, Fruity Pebble the, the snake. confetti yep. snake, you know, <laughs> and then there's people that can appreciate both. And I think, I think with coastal mm. carpets, for whatever reason, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to compete with jungles when yeah. you're coastals, you know? So like, I don't think it's that hard. I, I, just, I just think that, yeah. I think that now that, now that we're what, nine years into NPR, yeah. I think we've probably set the tone that, you know, there is, missed opportunities in these other subspecies that people are not paying attention right. to. That and it's also one of those things where I also think that people lost sight of it because it had the name tiger into it. More people that I know of crossed Russian red tigers into Balin tigers, Peterson stripes, things like that to produce great looking animals. I have one that's a Peterson stripe cross with a Russian red, but mm-hmm. you totally. lost, you yes. lost the Russian reds. They got mixed. They got rolled in. Yeah, and, and, right. and I think that's. I think that's one of those. That's why I'm hoping that you know this season there are more. You know, Eric produces Russians, so I can get my hands on some and start working on them. And and hopefully, you know, in a few years they'll be as common as you know mm-hmm. a bale and tiger. Dude, I see a ton of potential because when I look at the Owen's male and my female, they're like, per, the striping is amazing. The difference yeah. in how they look, though, is like yeah. they don't. They if if I were to tell you that they were from the same clutch, you would probably be like, "What?" He, <laughs> you know what I mean? He was he was the standout. They, they were the same. They were from. He was the standout yeah. boy because the female I had looked a lot like our Eric's female, so he was definitely the boy that stood out from that clutch when I picked him out. So, yeah, I remember. I remember because the female. The, the male that I had passed and Carpet Fest came up. And the first person I wanted to talk to was Mike Curtin, mm-hmm. just because I wanted more Russians. And when he told me everything he was going through, I I, I was depressed the whole rest of that mm-hmm. Carpet Fest. Right, which is another and reason why Nick, you have Nick, to sort of like, you know, other people have to work with these type of projects. You got to get them out make, there. Yeah. They'll be lost, you know. So it's it sucks, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a. Uh, All right. Kind of a shitty thing. All right, so now you want to talk about blackheads? We're two hours. Yeah, so we're two hours. hours. Oh, you. my I twenty. Mean, it was two oh, hours, okay. twenty minutes. I mean, like you know, we just <laughs> blew through nothing but arguing over chondros this whole episode. <laughs> I mean, you wasted your blackhead time trying to tell <laughs> so, us the joys of uh, adding adding new lineage to your line. I mean, come on. <laughs> let, let's. Let's talk a little bit about that, right, and then we'll do the closing questions, yeah. and then uh, you know we then can we'll always do a round two again. No, it's not like you're far no. away. You know, <laughs> what I mean? like maybe next time I'll be more schooled on chondros. No, it will, like it'll again, be again. I just want to put it out there. I, there's no chondro hate. I'm just you know I'm just trying to trying understand to like where. <laughs> Where the there's no chondro is. hate from you. <laughs> We're trying well, to learn. I'm not talking about the box above me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he should have saved this for the airing of grievances, but he didn't. You no, know he, didn't. I mean? he just no. he should have waited, but he chose no. not to. You so. gave me an opening. Well, yeah. Owen, 
Remember the, the one Condro you were having problems yeah, yeah, with, problems and you said get it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, well, no, one, the one, it wouldn't perch for him. It wouldn't do yeah. anything. So I was talking to him, and he was like, do me a favor. Just come and get this. I yeah, said, okay, boy. fine. He said, I don't know yeah. what's going on with it, but it won't perch. I got it home, put it in a cage. It perched. I sent him the picture. I've never heard him curse as loud through a text message in my life. <laughs> there's, there's some raw hatred with chondros. They don't like me. I don't like them. Yeah. So fine. Screw it. I prefer snakes, not it's like it's like me with short tails, man. Yeah. For whatever reason, they just you know I have to admire them the one, from afar, and I'm fine with that. But like it, the one you know, awesome snakes that I did well with was the one I got from Buddy that was like the mite face or whatever the hell it was, and and she was, was gorgeous. Awesome. And then I'm just like, no, I'm tired of getting like a mate for this thing, and then the mate going horrible or dying, and I'm like, screw this. So I just, Buddy, do you want this? Yeah. And I will trade you three rhino rat snakes. And that has turned out fucking great. <laughs> like <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> Owen chose. Yeah, I, I I remember I remember he was like, Yeah, i you can have it if Buddy Buddy Buscemi doesn't want it. I remember he's like I'm going out of me. Yeah, I, oh, I had please, everything oh, If it could be it was crossed. And then he just I forget where I saw him no, at, but he was like, No, Buddy's <laughs> coming to get it. Oh, yeah. no, it was Carpet Fest. I was supposed to get it at Carpet Fest, and he was like, no. Yeah, but I had it, I had it at Red. Carpet so, Fest, too. So, like, he's there, and he's like, yeah. oh, and I'm like, no, but he took it. And it was just, like, crushing him yeah. further. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I, that was a happens. crushing blow. Right. But <laughs> anyway, so what, you got black. So what made you get into black? <laughs> um, the book, 25 years ago, 20 years ago, the first time I read it, the first thing I read was I got it for Condros. But um, which book? I the read book? Uh, the book. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Pythons of the World, Volume One. Oh, the book. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, but I read Blackheads and became fascinated with them. Um, then I found out the price, and that slowly, <laughs> no, that quickly right. changed my. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then this year, and I've always admired them from afar. I, blackheads to me are just. On a whole nother level, that Aspidites all together, mm-hmm. um, especially Womas. Um, but um, the show you guys talked with um, Derek Roddy. Yeah, I I listened to it, and I'm sitting there going, you know what? I I wanted to add something, and I'm like, you know, I, I started thinking about it, and then I talked to Owen, and I said, um, I think I'm going to put um, Blackheads on the map you know, like back on my radar. And he said, well, go back, listen to Roddy's other show, and then listen to Jason Hood. And I listened to Jason Hood, and it it was just like, you know what? I want him back. I want to get him. You know, I want to get blackheads. So I know I messaged you about talking about him, but you're always busy. And I I messaged Keith McPeak. (laughs) Right. And I messaged Keith McPeak, but Keith never got back to me. And then um, Owen was like, well, you know, listen to Jason Hood's show. And I did. And then I messaged him. He got back to me. And he said, "Um, you want to talk this Friday? I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. And I thought it was, I thought my system was going to be, all right, I'm going to talk to Hood, but I'm going to wait. Then I'm going to talk to Keith. And then I'm going to talk to Eric. Then I'll make a decision on, you know, what I'm going to buy from Jason Hood. Mm -hmm. It was a two-hour yeah, conversation. <laughs> yeah. It was about two hour, over a two-hour conversation. Half, like 20 minutes into it, I was ready to sell him, send him a deposit. Mm-hmm. 
by the end of it, I was getting, I had to get off the phone because I was going to sell my brand new truck. And just <laughs> buy, you know, How many blackheads can I get for this truck, sir? We don't do that here at this dealership. It's just, uh, yeah. So, um, and he sent them to me. And ever since then, I've been in love. Like, I, I'm, they are just amazing snakes. Um, and they're always thinking. Like, I, I get them out, and I, I want to handle them. And when I'm looking at them, they're not looking to get to a safe spot. They're looking like they're two moves ahead of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're these that I got from, um, I love the bands on mm-hmm. them. I mean, just everything about them. And the funny thing is, is, and I said this to Jay, I'm like, they always look like they're chewing. When they move their tongue, you know, when they flick their tongues, it looks like they're chewing. And the, the male that I have, I call him Ivan. He's eating mm-hmm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. The other day, I opened up the cage just to do a quick little check on him, you know, before I, before I shut everything down. He lunged at the bowl and started gnawing <laughs> on the bowl. <laughs> Dude, Espedites are crazy. fun like that. <laughs> just, yeah. Like... And then um, he's missed food a couple of times, and he's hit, like, the lip of the tub, uh-huh. and he just he he latches on to that. Yeah. yeah, just bites down. And I'm, I'm so, I mean, for, for a while I was kind of on the fence, and I said this to Eric, I mean, Owen, I, I was on the fence about, you know, just getting out of Condros just because I think it's crazy right now. But, um, and I was just like, you know, after I got those from Jason and, and two weeks in, I was like, I know I could get rid of all these condors <laughs> real quick. Oh, you mean like and, feed them to the blackheads? Like Jesus? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, and, and yeah, I oh had, my God, why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I knew I could sell the condors real quick, but but I had to pull back because condors still are my my base animal. That 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 they're the sure it, but blackheads are a a quick uh, a a. A second. There, there are one A and one B. God. And and if I didn't have, if I had room, I'd get um, Womas. I would. Well, I want, if I get I lucky, I can. Um, I'll fix that one. Yeah. So. I know. I know. So um, and I got, I got, I talked to to Foley. He's doing the six foot cages for me the first of the year. So, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for them to get into their 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 big cage, mm-hmm. and just. See how they go from how there. How old are the ones? You like have? I'm. Um, one is the female is a year old. The male is two. Okay. And like I said, that that conversation I had with with Jason, it was just so eye opening with everything. You know, like he explained everything about, it, you know, yeah, and and just dude. how amazing. Yeah, he is a great guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, and, and the thing was, it's like he, it, like I said. By the end of the conversation, I'm, you know, I'm like, All right, I got to get off because I want, you know, I don't want just two. I want like, you know, four point three. And a couple whatever, bird you know, snakes like in there too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the other thing that I'm that I'm looking into for next year is bird snakes. But um, it's just you know, and then going back and reading pythons of the world, and now I have that snake in front of me. You know, it's like. That was mind blowing to me because you know you've talked about it a hundred times, different snakes that you read like Owen with with rough scales and and you know things like that. It's like I went back 
thinking about the first time I, I went to Barnes and Noble, ordered Australia, you know, Pythons of the World, got home, started reading, and I wanted to read it from co- you know, cover to cover. And the first one they talk mm. about is blackheads. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and like I said, I looked into it, and I said, how much is a blackhead? Well, back then it was like $13,000 for one snake. Right. I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to, you know, go down that route. Right. And now it's affordable, you know, for me. And I, I'm glad I jumped on it. I listened to that show with, with um, Derek Roddy, the one you recently had this past summer. Mm-hmm. And I, I listened to the back one you had with Jason Hood. And they're just, they're awesome snakes. And the funny thing is, is that I, um, I was talking to Owen. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about bowling eye. And I'm going to wait for Keith McPeak. And then I and and the funny thing was is after the the blackheads it's like I, I don't know if I'm ever going to do a bowling eye because it's just it's not you know like it's just something about that blackhead that they're they're the funny thing is is like I'll open up the tub they won't move but as soon as you touch them it's like somebody hits an on switch and they just go crazy yeah. and I love yeah. it they are amazing snakes and I. Two more years, I can't wait to try and breed these guys. I'd be a little, I'd be a little yeah. freaked. I mean, they're on my list when I get into a bigger thing, but oh, if I get, well, dude, I'm already, I'm them. already, I, I've got other shit I got to deal with, like, and that's let me get the white, let me get one of the other projects that's around here that won't breed to go, and then we'll start talking about adding to that. I'm slowly, we'll make room. We'll just Trinity mm. up I'm here. I'm slowly but Down surely. Here making my way to check off the species of Australian pythons, right? You well, know, and that's the like problem. This year, I, I you know, oh, we, we, we came back from Australia after we found a blackhead, and I'm like, I want blackheads. Like, that's the problem, dude, is when you see it, you want it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, to well, even it's, add it's, to what you said, buddy, is like, you know, when, when you're first coming into it and you see a snake like a blackhead and you mm-hmm. see that it's out of reach and you see that and you're like, oh, man, so... You know, for me, it's always been like, you know, they've been that out of reach type of snake or whatever, because, you know, something else takes precedence or whatever it would be. So it sort of like goes to the back burner. I had I had one for a while and Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought I thought it was amazing. Right. You know, and um, I think, um, you know, not only working with them in captivity, but like when 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 we saw it in the wild. Mm -hmm. That's just a whole nother level of mind fucking. Can you imagine? You know if, I mean? you like, imagine if you were able to take like, if the rules of West Texas had applied to Australia, I mean, oh God. we'd be fighting in the car over that thing. <laughs> like it would just right. be like, I'm taking it. Well, Fuck you, you are. Like yeah, it would. Yeah. Right. Well, but it's just like it's like weren't um was it this year you were supposed to be going to Northern Don't Australia? Don't mention the trips, dude. It gets upset. Western Australia. <laughs> On a western, but when were you doing the Iron Range for condos? For oh, oh um, in the oh, you mean in the Cape York? Um, well, yeah. I don't know. So originally, before COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Me and Rob, right? We we kind of talked about this on the Gumbo podcast, but like, uh, what people don't understand about Australia is it's just so big, and you could go to all these different places and still not see everything that you need to see. Like we were in Queensland and we weren't, it's not like we were far away from the Cape York. I mean, we weren't near the tip right. of the Cape York, but we, we easily could have drove, drove driven there, you know? Um, but like, I think we decided when, 
we were so, so we were supposed to go to Western Australia in what was it March? And yeah, in March we were going to go to me and Rob. I don't know if Owen was going to go or whatever, or Keith or whoever, but like me and Rob had planned that like we were going to go out to back to Queensland, far north Queensland, and go up into there. I was going to let them do that. any other part of Australia and for then, as many years as possible <laughs> until I can get right. to a point where I can go with them again. Because if they go for rough scales without me, right. I'll never forgive them. So, yeah. Well, so, that, so, so, but I know what you had talked about was going to. Mm. Cape York yep. to look for condoms. Mm-hmm. I was going on, I wanted to go on that trip because I sent you that message that if that's where you go, I'm in. Right. I wanted to go on that trip. Yeah, it's, uh, I would imagine, you know, it's probably going to be the same magic for me as much as, you know, you know, I, I, I'm not necessarily as, as, you know, if it's carpets and chondros, chondros are always below carpets for me. That's me. You know right. what I mean? Um, right. but, the thing of it is, everything's below. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, <laughs> seeing a chondro in the wild would be it'd be fun. That would probably I, I, I can get thing. we can we got stoked over a night snake in Texas. Like we can get stoked over a chondro in Australia. Like yeah, well, I think there's a certain yeah. magic to it. You know what I mean? Like you, to, I I don't know. I don't know, Owen, if you felt the same way, but like I've seen snakes in the wild in the U.S., right? And yeah. this is like when I talk to people that want to herp in the U.S. and they're like, they want to see it and they want mm-hmm. to, they think that our snakes are the best on the planet and all this stuff like that. Right. And that's all well and good. But there's something about seeing a python yeah. in the wild. Yeah. Like we're not, it's so, it, it, it's, other than it's Florida, different for it's us. so yeah. different than anything right. we have. You right. know what I mean? And it's like, Pythons are all in captivity in the U.S. Right. right? Well, again, except for, except Florida. for Florida. So, like, Flo- don't stop including go Florida. You see it in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you go and you see it in the wild, and you're like, okay, this is really you're what this snake is python. doing. Right. This is really what this snake is supposed to be, what their habitat looks like, and you know, it takes all yeah. this. Uh, so, like, it totally changed my perception of like um, all the bullshit that we would argue about mm. in on forums and on Facebook and all this stuff where we'd be arguing about, you know, like people are trying to say that, you know, Oh, because that has three of this, it's not that. And because this pattern looks like this, it's not that it's like, dude, you have no No idea. idea. No idea. No idea. No, unless unless you grabbed it from the wild, you have no idea. And it's, it's one of those things where, like, we we were excited to go to Texas. We saw some cool stuff in Texas. We saw the Western diamondback stuff of that, but you know, it, and I enjoy taking you care did a good of job. your snakes. Thank you. Anyway, um, but <laughs> it, it's it's whatever. Um, so the the other thing is that you know we expect it. We see the Western Diamondback, and we expect it to be there because it's we expect them to be in the wild, you know, around there. in and around us. A rattlesnake right. in the wild, although very cool, we expect it to be there, like the timber up here in PA. That's yeah. fine yeah. if. But having to travel half the world away to see the pythons in the wild is, is it brings it something new. It brings something different. So, and it's more, it, yeah. it, it's, it seems, it's more like this is an expedition where like going to Texas was a trip. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a field trip. It's a field trip. And it's, it's, I, I mean, it's a, fun, but magic. it's not, it's, yeah. I know it sounds corny. But it's it's like it has a magical feel to it. Like you're just well, yeah. And it's it's like it's like the chat 
on Facebook when when you know the guys from Australia see you know there's a picture put up of something local or one of the venomous here or even when you talk on you know on the show about the people from you know the guests from over there and and that's all they want to see they want to see a, a copperhead they want to see sure. you know a timber or and to me it's like I've seen it okay but I want to go and see a blackhead. I want to see a chondro hanging off of a vine in Cape York. Well, I think it, it's, you know, it's, we, we have the same thing, but we're just opposite, right? Because a rattlesnake yeah. is so foreign to Australia. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, you know, if, if they were to see one, it would be, you know, it, it's such a uh, iconic animal um, when as far as things yeah. go. Um, it, you know, I, I guess it would be the same for us to see a cobra in the wild. I mean, imagine seeing a king cobra in the wild. I mean, it's such an iconic. Animal. No, imagine seeing a taipan, you know, or I, a fear snake. Chase the brown. Yeah. I mean, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I almost made great friends with a brown snake, but it, it kept running away. Bastard. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to warn you, this isn't going to end well. That's what Rob said. He's like, maybe we should. I'm like, nonsense forward. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. So, good stuff for sure. Yeah, um, thank you. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 glad you got the blackheads. They're cool. Maybe uh, down the line you'll they see uh, these crazy womas that I got going. And uh, oh, I, I want to see those. And and like I said, if it, the only thing that's keeping me from from chasing some womas right now is <laughs> space. I have no room. Yeah. I have no, uh, if it's not a baby, like I got in a couple of gray band mm-hmm. babies because that's all I had room for. Don't worry, if man. If it's anything. We'll get rid of some of those condoms. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. You just need the Beox and the Aruz. Yeah, listen, fine. listen, 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 listen. Those condo yeah. cages are great grow up carpet cages. Just, just get rid of those <laughs> things and then, just, you know. No, I mean, yeah. Then you, you, know, can, get, and, then you can get I, a rough I'm, scale and really be considered cool. Yeah, but I can put a Ruskell in a Chondro cage. I mean, I can get the same cage I mean, and maybe. put a Ruskell we'll in there. See, like, you have to sanitize yeah. it hard before you put a rough scale in that kind of cage. I mean, <laughs> if, if a Chondro touched it, yeah. no. They're magic. I have never so it's, it's, Shut up. Except they stay in a little up. box. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's a well, magical brown magical rock rock snake. You're damn right. Thank you. Yeah, but yours stays in a uh, a an upside upside down hide box and Don't won't come girl. out. The male's all over the place. Okay, but he's probably still. looking for her. Yeah, that's the next snake on the list, man. That's the next snake. On I'm, the working list, on so. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, it's, I got. I might be getting one from from a from another. And and I mean, we'll never speak his I name again. I mean, he's already dead to me because he said something about breeding. I forget what he said, but it was breathing something together. And I'm like, well, you're dead to me. So, yeah. So after seeing Matt, you know, yeah. I went to Matt's place to help yeah. him sex the, the, the short tails and stuff. How did it, dude. Yeah. First of all, first of all, the short tails are off the hook, man. I'm yeah. telling you, man, I, I've said this a million times. I, I continue <laughs> to say it. And, and I'm telling you. Matt's on another, another level, level when it comes to Borneos, man. He is just like Matt, Matt, such a humble dude, such a down to earth yeah. guy. If only, if only we like this. <laughs> only we could keep his stuff. Right? <laughs> well, it's it's funny. It but it's funny because I was talking to Matt about getting either ocelot or marble. marble. Go marble. Um, I would well no. What happened? This is this is what used to happen with um. 
with a, a bowl and right. I would start saving up for bowl and I, and then a conjurer would come past and it's like, you know, it's like that, yeah. that you're sitting there talking and then somebody goes squirrel yeah. and then your attention is gone. I was talking with Matt about getting, you know, he was explaining, you know, which way I should go. And then all of a sudden he just messaged me one day and he's going, here, do you want this? And I was like, Ooh, Condro. Okay. And I told him, I said, well, I can't buy the, the, the bloods now. He was like, okay. Yeah. My, I'm, when it comes to Condros, I, I have to be fixated on, on what I want. If a Condro comes across the board, I'll, I usually, you know, I'll hmm. find a reason. And that's why that's why it made it easy to get the blackheads because there were no chondros that I really wanted. <laughs> because right. there were a lot of chondros imported <laughs> or produced, it's really easy for me to get off trot. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, and that's why I did that deal with with Jason Hood quick. Because if I if something came across the board, I would have said, yeah. "Okay, I'll take it." So, but oh, yeah, no but that's what happened. Yeah, but and he, I'm, I'm. Super stoked that I did because the funny thing was is when Bill had that that clutch, I contacted him and I said, "Bill, um, I I want one. We worked something out, and then it's like we talked about. It. I'm like, but I don't have anything to put it. If it turns out to be a male, I got to go and find a blue female. If it turns out to be a a female, I got I couldn't, so I canceled it. And then two weeks later, I got the RFI, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And it, they were gone. Yeah. So, but you know, it 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 happens. So, but would you just? Send I was just you? sending you a real pick. Uh, I was just sending oh, Molly uh, too. I don't think I sent it to Body, but yeah. just so you can see what I'm talking about. He's letting you peek behind the veil right now of uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh shit! That's the uh, that's the that, that's the that's the boy from Mark, right? Yeah, the top one. And then that's a something tiger. And the last one's a, a, wow. The last one is a red tiger from Balin's 07 Reds. Yeah, Molly um, two is in between right there. That one, the last Here's one that I just put is a Russian red to a MBB red. Mm-hmm. I just sent I just sent you the the one red that I kept back okay. last year. Anyway, this and is did you great. see this picture? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, there's the that one. one. Yeah. Oh, shit. oh God! Anyway, that's nice. As we as we look on pictures, anyway. look at pictures on air. So that's great <laughs> podcasting. Um, let's um, hit the uh, closing questions for Buddy. Um, there you buddy, go, buddy. If you could have any animal on this planet and not have to worry about any cost or legality, what would it be and why? <sighs> I, I guess you, you guess. Know, guess. And I, <laughs> you I, guess. I mean, no, I'm just We're going giving by you one chance. One chance. One chance. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. You know what? Okay, I'm sorry. You know what? Um, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie green, green trees. trees, just pure Australian okay. green trees. That would be if mm-hmm. I could, if I could figure out a way of getting, you know, like a trio out. It, you I would can. Jump it's at just it's illegal, would, and there's a lot of like you're risking a yeah, lot. I, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it would probably be Aussie green trees because they're just. I think that they're they're a ruse without yeah. the white. Okay, I really do because of their size. Because they're they're bigger than anything in New Guinea. You know, they're relatively the same size as um, from what I've seen of um, a ruse, and maybe even a little bit bigger. Okay, and then uh, so if you could go anywhere in the world, um, 
to go herping, where would you go and what would you be hoping to find? I mean, I guess I have to say New Guinea and just seeing a green tree in the wild. But my one fascination, and I told my wife, if we ever hit the Powerball, I'm actually going to buy myself onto one of those boats that tracks <laughs> great whites for a year. I, no, I mean, because my, my other passion mm. is saltwater, but I just, I can't, I'm too stupid to do it. Like, saltwater sucks. I yeah. can't. Yeah. But um, my, I'm fascinated by um, great white sharks. Great white sharks is, is the, it was a description of one show I watched. It's the perfect killing machine. And it is. And I would, I would love to hit the Powerball. I would give my wife whatever she wants. I would pay to get on that boat, and I would do it for a year and have, just have, be in awe. Have Buddy die. Well, <laughs> bought himself onto a shark boat, not knowing what to do. And, well, you know the rest. Anyway. <laughs> and then you get, you'll get that phone call from my wife that, um, you oh, yeah, because she, she's here. a millionaire now, and you're dead, and all the money's dead. Yeah, yeah, and all the money's hers. Yeah. <laughs> She yeah. doesn't even want money for no, this. Get these things out of my house. Yeah, no. Right. Anyway, yeah, there you um, go. And then, uh, would you? What's the one thing you will be adding to your collection this year? I mean, probably, probably Walmas. Okay. Really? Like that's that's that's. I mean, unless well, no. Um, I'm waiting. I'm getting a um, a sin. The high yellow from um, mm. from Bill Siegel. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the mate from John Leckie, so I'm adding that. And um, as soon as I get some space, because uh, my boy Foley, your boy too, is doing the cages for the. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> is 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 helping me out, and um, and that'll that'll okay. shore up some room. That'll that'll get me some room, and I can, um, I'll have um, tub right. spaces, and I'll I'll pro- Walmart's are probably on that that somewhere that list like it's a short list of no like that's it okay. it's a very short yeah. list because um, I got the Brisbans this year that's that's the one I wanted, um, and I'm not adding any other coastal because I uh, the only coastal I want produced this year is Lemke. Um, I'm not doing the mistakes letting that I made last near. year. Yeah. On, <laughs> yeah, letting talent near a female for an hour. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll have that, but there's nothing else I really want to do. Like I'm really happy right where I'm at, which is which. That's awesome. It feels yeah, it feels good that I'm I'm happy with the animals that sure. I have. That's awesome. So we'll just right. see. So and then if you have any contact information, website, Facebook. Instagram, whatever um, you want to toss out there. Francis Pringle on Facebook. Stony Creek Cactus is my business page, and It's Bud Love is my Instagram, oh, which God. I'm changing. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing that to. It makes to so Stony much Creek more Cactus. sense to go That's with the business, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, so. I love that. <laughs> I love that Melissa. Found out your name was Francis, and then immediately names the snake Deadpool because it just then it goes right with it. Yeah, she's like, and then every time well, yeah, I mention you, she's I, like, I'm... "Fucking Francis!" I'm like, 
<laughs> like you well, think yeah, I'm bad named, to him? I like named... I mean, she's gonna be ten times worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Oh dear. Yeah. Dear. I, I have. I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna hatch out no, I don't your want wedding that thing. gift. I told her. you I don't want that thing. And yeah. that thing is not allowed to come <laughs> in my house ever. No. You're not Wait, giving my that? wife a Lichianis gecko. <laughs> like it's ah, no. no. She mentioned once that she might want one. He's like, I got you. I'm like, you don't shut the hell up. <laughs> well, you said it on you I said say it on a lot the of things on the show. <laughs> and and hey, I'm no, always I don't looking want out that for you. Shit. <laughs> like, oh, man. What am I gonna do with a big gecko? Oh, same thing I'll do. I got, no, uh, yeah, got... yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Wing it in there. Hey. <laughs> I will say this: their, their shed skin helps. Helps. So me does with a gecko. Stuff. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, no, yeah, I got no. I got a bunch of dead it's geckos gecko. in the freezer downstairs. They work too. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You don't have to feed those. Well, yeah, no, they're dead in the freezer. Like, I don't know, just... <laughs> they're the easiest. Yeah, geckos the greatest geckos I've ever had. <laughs> They stay in a constant yeah, damn right. <laughs> There you go. So, but yeah. So, cool. other, but no, I'm really happy. So, like I said, um, the, the one, the one um, green tree, but the 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 next species is probably more cool. warmer. Well, this has been fun, yeah. and uh, I would say that uh, I I I abused you, but then Eric got in on there too. Like I'd say that this was uh, usually a normal conversation, and then Eric jumped in there. You know, I thought he was going to be your saving grace, but. You landed a oh, couple shots. No, shut up. Did I? Yeah, yeah you landed. And no, yeah. well, the magic no, he, he's, he's green tree stuff doesn't make right any you. sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no green tree stuff makes sense. It's fine. So, yeah, uh, thoughts you, and, you. but no, it was the great. Thoughts and comments great. on this show do not reflect the opinions <laughs> they, of those. And then or the NPR do. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, when you say them, yes, they do. Of course they do. It's like I just interject. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that's yeah, cool. That's so. cool, man. That's cool. All right, let's. Uh, so now I just now we just now, gotta now you got to get to work on your um, list of um, your your list for airing of grievances. If you want to present one, okay. you know you'll have to let us know. So yeah. All right. Oh, uh, that well, would be great. I assume yes, it would be you nice. Absolutely, have a hundred percent have to come up with a list of airing of grievances. Yeah, because I got I got show I got. Care, um, the rogue reptile mm-hmm. caretaker, yep. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. there are just so many. I can only threaten his life one. so many times before I'm about to leave about what might happen with the rough scale. Well, I, I have to find new ways. I think Rob, <laughs> we have Jim. He has quite a list. He sent me this list. Uh, wait, you know, Jim sent you a list? That wait, he, that wait, he has. wait, 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 well, wait. We're not going to talk about wait, that. Me and Doc wait, Rock. You who know was what I mean? talking to my father? Like, I don't Quiet, you. That's my favorite part of being a caretaker. Cause I, you know, like I walk when I'm walking out, it's like your dad doesn't want to just say goodbye. He wants, he wants to, to talk. have a beer. He wants yeah, to talk yeah, about everything. He wants to about Owen. Goddamn yeah. asshole. He, he's just he's got one he job. The one all the mistakes he's made in his life. Well, what the I, hell? What I like to know is that you know, so dad didn't hear the retic glass explode, and yet when oh. he did it again, I heard it throughout yeah, the was, house. I'm oh, like, Jesus you didn't Christ. fucking hear it? No. I'm like, well, Jesus mm. Christ. The best part Nolan was Rock will do that. he got he got home he got, <laughs> he got home from Texas and I get a phone call and you know I'm not expecting a phone call because you know all the other times it's just been yeah seamless you know everything's okay except for the skin 
you know, and his yeah, dad thinking that, you know, you snakes got out. <laughs> yeah. But um, he calls me and the first words out of his mouth were, so when were you <laughs> going to tell me? And I'm like, tell you what? Because all I'm thinking of is I took the team war and I'm sitting there. Now I'm OCD with my animals. I will turn off the, I will close up everything, turn off the lights and then go up to the steps. And then I stop at the top of the steps and I go back down just to check. Well, I do that when I'm at Owen's house. I walk out there. I walk up to the top of the steps, and Zero starts getting excited that I'm about to walk out the door, but then I'll walk back down to make sure everything's right. closed. And I did that the last day, that Saturday. Right. And he's like, well, the glass broke and the retic." And I'm like, whoa, I checked the water. I know I closed that cage. I said, and the Timor was the only one who freaked me out because, you know, he was moving around like a fucking right. ninja. And he was like, no, this happened. I'm like, dude, I, it didn't. And then he's like, no, um, I know my father fucked yeah, up. I wanted and I'm like, to, I wanted to kind of nice. put the screws to Buddy a little bit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he, he, did. Yeah. he did. Anyways, it's so, fun stuff. Anyways, anyways so we're yes. going to close out the show now. So you can hang out. And as we close it, you can jump off here too. Okay. No, I'll hang out. I, I, you know, it's been such oh, a green time. This is why I told you never again. All right, Eric, close it up. Don't worry, buddy. We'll bring you in. The he has no way. say in oh, what happens on this show. <laughs> Don't worry. Thanks, guys. We got. Yeah. I may have poo-pooed a little bit of your green snakes on sticks or whatever, but like it's all love, man. Yeah, but it's still, it still is, you know. Your no, it's, that's right. It's good. It's good it to air these nothing. problems. It's good to yeah, show where the nothing. stupid stuff is. So yeah, I'll, I'll show them how to make them no. work. I'll, I'll no. show you what to do to make no. them work. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, I'll show him. <laughs> All right, so for us, MurrayPythonRadio.com. Our email is info at MariaPythonRadio.com. If you want to get in contact with us, you can listen to the podcast on whatever podcast app you so choose or use or whatever it would be. Uh, we're on all of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we have a Teespring store. Uh, if you um, are interested in uh, getting some NPR merch and um, – that's a good way to support the show. Mm-hmm. And also, we will have the – I think the calendars will be here sometime next week. Sweet. As soon as I have them in hand, we'll be sending them out. I want Maybe. one. Don't worry. You're in the inner circle. Damn you, it. You'll get no, it. No, no. <laughs> just okay. it's one thing Owen doesn't control. Don't worry. I control all. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, as soon as they're available, I will put them up on various platforms so that people know that they're available. And um, yeah, check it out. Uh, it's I think it's I think it would be really cool. Uh, from what I looked at, uh, looking at design and all that, it looks. It, I think it, I think it's going to turn out pretty good. So I'm pretty happy with it. Um, uh, what else? And uh, I think I'm forget. Well, those are all our other podcasts that uh, <laughs> that we have. We have uh, you know Colubrid Corner, uh, Carpet Cliff Notes, Student of the Serpent, um, all different types of. Uh, podcast that we do um whether it's me and owen um me and riley owen you and rob riley <laughs> rob me you know we just you know doing all these podcasts we're adding, and a, adding i'm more. not going to say but mm. there may be one that's coming into the fold that, that has uh, nothing to do with either of us yeah no no weird well if you want to if you guys want to nope, do no, more condo that. stuff anyway, I'm available. <laughs> no, no. i don't think 
Well, <laughs> no, we, no, no, we maybe, have to. No, we're maybe, gonna we're gonna tie down the GTP keeper guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I know we have to bring them into the fold. Yeah, somehow, you man. should just send them an email and say, yeah, "Guess what's happening? Them. You're now right. part You're of the, the channel. Now, you have no choice here. Silence. Yeah, hostile takeover." Um, so so yeah so check out the other podcasts they're all in their own feed so if you're interested in one of them all of them whatever um and then uh yeah just go subscribe to those um cool they're uh they're taking off pretty good as far as myself ebmorelia um dot com oh quick quick i i listened to student of the serpent on the mm-hmm. woma it Wait, sounded really good it, it clicked it did. Close the damn you, show. What said, the hell is but, happening? He's <laughs> allowed to talk. I was just saying it was a really good right. show. <laughs> don't be, don't be mad. Don't be mad. Don't just be close upset. the damn show. <laughs> I love when he gets like, that thing that won't go away. I love when he gets that high pitched squeak. Then you know he's pissed when it goes when he goes into yeah. the next register. <laughs> More cowbell. That's what I. <laughs> Go ahead, Owen. Um, so I think for the month of November, I am going to pull EB. I'm not going to, well, I haven't posted in a while anyway, but mm. I think anything that I'm going to have update wise is going to be on my website. I'm going to see how that goes. Um, so if you want to see anything about me, ebmorelia.com is the place to go. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> For me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all stuff we got going on over there. Uh, it's rogue underscore reptiles on Instagram and rogue reptiles on Facebook.com. Stop looking at me, sons of bitches. I can't. Um, I'm looking at you, Swan. Shut up. Um, <laughs> that's all we have for you guys tonight. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night. Good night.